Mama, what's up, Stokers of Stoke Nation? This is Chad Kroger coming in with the Going Deep with Chad and JT podcast. Guys, before we begin, I want to remind you once again that we are brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you so much for keeping our trims pubed, for looking after our hogs, for making sure that our dongs are looking fresh and clean. Because, guys, when you go to a neighborhood and you see a row of lawns, the most well-done lawn makes you think what? That that person's got their shit together. Yeah, All that guy class. trims his pubes. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. That guy's got the lawnmower 3.0 with manscaped.com. That guy uses GoDeep20 to get 20% off his order. And that's why his lawn is looking fresh. So, guys, hit up manscaped.com, GoDeep20. Um, Brad, have you manscaped lately? Yeah, you know, I just got the um, lawnmower 3.0. I, oh wow! And I like nice. the lawnmower 3.0. I think that yeah, I think you it's think a it's a it's a it's an improvement. It's an improvement. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot better than the two. I, not, I mean, the two is great. Yeah, but there, you know, technologically, this is a step forward for sure. Yeah, I don't want to make the two owners out there right. feel like they That's got right. an insufficient product. You yeah. got a great product, but. Yeah. Those but hedges, could be, yeah, that's a whole different ballgame. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Manscaped is like the Apple of donk right. I mean, they or just Tesla. sleek design. Yeah. Or Tesla. Yeah. I thought you meant the food Apple at first. <laughs> well, that too. I, was I mean, on board. an Apple yeah. a day keeps the doctor away. So yeah. trim it up, fellas. Um, here with my compadre Jean Thomas. What up? Boom, clap stokers. And we have our returning guest, Brad Fuller. Hey guys, happy producer. to be here. Brad, welcome what's back. Up? Happy to be here, guys. How's the producing been in the in the time between interviews? Um. Pretty good, actually. We've been busy. We've stayed busy, and uh, made a couple things, and hopefully having some great things. We have a, we have a movie coming out in two weeks. A Quiet yeah, Place Quiet too. Place too. Yeah. So that's good. That's the movie. I'm very happy with the movie. Nice. That's Is it awesome. Good? Uh, it's. Uh, I think it's actually better than the first one. Oh, that's nice. awesome. I, and you can't go. You don't go into something thinking that's going to happen. But um, I think when we first started talking about making this movie i don't think we had any idea that the concept could grow and grow and grow but john mm-hmm. krasinski's you know he's a very bright guy and he has figured out a way to make it bigger and better and i think the second one really accomplished some great things that we couldn't do in the first one that's awesome how did he like just directing versus doing double duty acting and direct- i mean he's in this one too but it's oh am i no 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 you're not, you're not no oh, no yeah. we, we we that was in the super bowl ad that was oh, a big okay, our cool. big reveal was that john is in the movie for a bit there right um listen i think that it's hard to wear a lot of hats i mean that's definitely a challenging thing um but uh i i, I think he likes doing it all mm-hmm. you know john's kind of an immersive guy and um he i mean he's a great director he's a great actor we just want to keep doing stuff with him because you know when you have someone like that who's leading the charge down the field and he he's just a great leader on top of it so whatever he's doing we're just happy to be a part of actually that's awesome when when you like see like did you know like like john krasinski or bradley cooper or ben affleck like did you know them have you did you know those guys like before they uh ascended to like a-list star status i did Really? So when you knew them when they were like before then. Mm-hmm. Could, well, could you, let's be specific. You yeah, s- yeah. Let's go through it. So you yeah. said Ben Affleck, right? Yeah. So um, for 20 years, I was partnered with Michael Bay. 
So Ben, I was on set for Armageddon, and I was on set for Pearl Harbor. I wasn't there every day. So Ben Affleck has no idea who I am, but there were meals where I would be sitting with Michael, and Ben was there, or Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, Bradley Cooper I had dinner with a couple times, because just in a, he knew someone who I knew, and we all would, we went out to dinner a couple times. Like when? Um... This was around the time. I, the only way that I know it is there, that this was around the time of the movie, The Green Lantern. Because, as I recall, I think that he was almost a lantern. I think he. I think he was. I don't know exactly what happened, but something. The, the, another actor was also up for it, and I knew the other actor, and so I ended up spending a little bit of time with Bradley at that point too. Was it Ryan Reynolds? It was. How did you know that? Because well, he was the lantern. Oh, he yeah. was the lantern. And yes. now he's uh, Deadpool and Ben yes. Affleck's two superheroes. These yes. guys have done two superheroes. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. You think Ben or uh, Bradley's going to sign on to be a superhero? I, you know, I don't think so. And yeah. I'll tell you why. I think that um, you know that movie that he directed was so insanely good. Yeah, and, and so well received. That I think it probably, I mean, for a little while, I think he's probably going to find projects that he's really passionate about. I don't know. I haven't talked to him in years, but I'm sure he'll find stuff that he's passionate about. I'm sure everyone is sending him great material, and he'll be directing. And then if he finds something where he likes the role, he'll jump in. But my sense of it is that he'll probably direct. He's doing a Leonard Bernstein bio one. Right. Right. Right, which is not a superhero. No. It's a different type of superhero, yeah. actually, right? You know, and there's not much I know about him. I, I used to live in his same neighborhood in Brooklyn Heights. Oh, really? So I know he was there yeah, yeah. Bef- long before I was there. And I know he's a mu- music guy. Yes. Good composer. Uh, he's a pretty good composer. That's yeah. what's uh, yeah, yeah. good. But so, I mean, that's like a passion project of his. So, um, but, but, did, but did you know, like, with any of those guys, when you met them before they made all this crazy stuff and became directors, too, could you see that in them? I'd like to say yes, but I don't know that that's true. I think, you know, Bradley was super charming on Alias, right? He was on Alias, and kind of you knew he was that. And then uh, he did a movie called Midnight Meat Train. Did you see that movie? No, oh, that's a pretty good movie that he did. And you know, he was, and, and then and then there was when I think when I saw him, when I thought that something was pretty great was he was pretty great in Wedding Crashers. Oh, so dude, good. that's one of my right? favorite characters. I mean, yes. just so good. And like, I think Zach Lodge. Right, and and like a character like that that is not the lead guy, or but that everyone kind of responds to, that makes your career go in a totally different direction, and so yeah. that, that's mm-hmm. what that happened with him. You know, with Ben, you know that I mean, it felt to me like right off the bat, Ben was a big star. I mean, literally out of nowhere, and, and you know, he did a couple of those movies for Kevin Smith, and then boom, Bay was calling him to do Armageddon. I mean, it kind of felt like it happened very quickly for him. Right. It, it seems like he kind of had some heat as like a young teen as well, right? Uh, from oh, all the right. stories I hear about him and like Matt Damon, it's like they always knew Ben Affleck was the guy and Matt Damon sort of like looked up to him. That I don't bit. know. Oh, really? Know? From what I, from That's like interviews and stuff yeah. I've heard that like he was like doing commercials and stuff and Matt Damon's like, you know, he was like he was sort of chasing him a little bit. Right. But isn't it crazy yeah. that those two guys' best friends growing up together, and how big they both became an industry yeah, on yeah. their own? And, and then Casey together. is a beast too. I know yeah. it's kind of crazy. I don't know what was in the water there, but something was. And I heard Matt Damon on Bill Simmons' podcast. He said Cole Hauser, who was their buddy, right? When they did Goodwill Hunting, he asked for he asked for less lines in the movie because he said my character wouldn't want to talk this much. That's I, unusual. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Like, yeah. Just randomly, um, on Stern this past week, they showed the Matthew McConaughey interview. Oh, did you see that? 
Is it the one with the bongo drums? Yes. Dude. Amazing. Cole Hauser yeah. was there in the house. Yeah. Oh, he was Cole He ha- said, my oh buddy my Cole, and I got to believe Cole Hauser is right. an Austin, yeah. Texas guy. So I got, <laughs> Cole Hauser's been around a lot of these people. So he was there yeah. nude bongo I think drumming? He was, I think he was. I put that together. Did you put that together? Fuck, man. I did not put that oh, together, okay. but that, that I'd fires me up. I'd give anything to be there. Mm. I mean, if I could bongo drum with anyone, it'd be the villain from Too Fast, Too Fear. Right. <laughs> if I could get into a time travel machine and go to one place, it'd be that night, so I could drop Trow and play the bongos <laughs> right. with those guys. Well, he. Yeah. Uh, people are fired up about it for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember he he uh, he seems to. I mean, he has the same personality, but just like a totally. It's a little bit distinct from how he is now. I don't know. I mean, Matthew Matthew in that time. Oh yeah, it's like no, he looks like he's smoking more weed back then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which is kind of cool for him. Yeah, it kind of works. Um, all right. I, I, I just wrote down some questions. Go ahead. I, I'm here. We yeah. Can, yeah. Whatever you want. Buddy. All right. Um, how do you how do you know if an actor or director is going to improve? I've been asked a lot of questions. No one has ever asked me that. Really? That's, That's a nice. crazy question. How do you know if they're going to improve? Well, here's the thing. Every project you go to, you hope that they're going to improve. You hope that you start in one place and it gets by the end. It's a right. Thing. Um. I'd say with Krasinski, you know, we knew he was going to be a, he was going to be incredible just because he was so dynamic. But there are other mm-hmm. people who, where the inverse happens, where you meet them and you think that they're going to be a star, and they wither on set, or they don't bring it, or they're not prepared. And there's no way to really kind of gauge that other than you know, put call them through it. You put them through it, and 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 I, I think I've seen everything happen, you know, good and bad. Do you think that? Because I feel like I've seen that in stand-up as well. And do you think that's often that they sort of get so much attention early on that it doesn't create enough drive for them to want to really deliver? They sort of figure they already have it in the bag? A hundred percent. Yeah. I think that um, it, it doesn't matter if you're an actor or a singer or stand-up. Um, with success brings the ability to not deal with daily problems. Yeah. And I think that when you lose that, when you lose those things every day, like having to get your laundry or whatever, you know, or, or the daily things, and you get so focused on yourself and everything, I, I think that it doesn't always bring out the best in people. Right. Um, but, can, but can anyone stay grounded with well, massive sure. success? I, I'm sure the answer is yes. <laughs> but I would say it's the exception to the rule. Yeah. I would say it's the exception to the rule. And, the, and, and by the way, it's by no fault of any of these people it's just that Hollywood is a system where when you have success everyone says yes to you yeah mm-hmm. and um, any world if, you, if you're raising a child and you just say yes to your kid for the first 18 years of their life they're not going to turn out that well either I mean you know conflict and and opposition and working through problems that's what makes us what we are right yeah. so if you eliminate that from someone's life that's a very unnatural state and what i have seen happen and you know and it's not a consistent thing but some version of the story is that when those daily things are taken away from people they start to create their own problems right because as human beings i think we need always to be fighting something and surmounting problems um and when you're creating your own problems those problems are you know the car didn't show up at the right time and I'm not going to get in it or 
um, the director looked at me the wrong way, so I'm not coming out of my trailer. It's not right. real problems. It's stuff like that. So it's, sometimes that That's got to be pretty amazing to own that moment and be like, I am going to cause a huge shitstorm out of this. <laughs> Chad, you said early in their career, right? Mm. There are plenty of people who have not had success until they're in the mid- middle of their life or the later yeah. parts of their life. Yeah. And those people seem just so grateful to have That's nice. a- anyone talking to them. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? And those are the and those are the people that you would that when people talk about them, they'll say that guy's a pro. Right, because right. they, you know, they've been to the mountain. They've been the, the mountain's not straight up. They've been down, and they appreciate it more. You know, that's it's the like, coolest thing to be a pro. Oh yeah. my god! Well, what do you think the cutoff is like? Age wise, yeah. You think after twenty seven? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you're successful at twenty six or below, you're screwed for sure. But yeah. after twenty seven, yeah. you've been struggling long enough. Have you established sort of a, um, I guess, sort of. Throughout your experience with you know movies and stuff, have you established sort of a a base knowledge or a accurate? I guess are you able to typically accurately predict when a movie is going to be a success never. at this point, or is it never. still just kind of never, 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 never? You have no idea. Now, yeah. there are, and I don't want to get too in the weeds in this because it's, I just think it's super boring. But every Monday and um, and Thursday, and we'll get numbers, and then and the numbers will indicate where people are polling that a movie's going to end up. And so you'll you'll see the like today there was an article about Mulan. It said Mulan is tracking to do 80 to 90 million dollars. Yeah. That's based on tracking. Mm-hmm. And um and so a lot of people in my business you're waiting for those numbers to come every you know they start coming 3 weeks before the movie opens. And so that's what you're holding on to. But there, I have, there have been plenty of times when a movie was tracking great and it didn't open. And there have been other times where a movie really wasn't tracking that well. The Purge was not tracking that well. Mm-hmm. And it just exploded, right? right. And, and, and Joe and, Biden did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Um, you know, and I think part of that, part of what you're talking about, Chad, is that, you know, you'll go see a movie. If you like, you'll tweet it out. And that didn't exist 10 years ago, right? right. So, so the word of mouth can can really impact the box office in a way where it couldn't before because you can't call a thousand people and tell right. them to go see a movie but you can tweet out that or yeah in your yeah. guys case i'm sure it's many many hundreds of thousands or millions of people i don't know is it hard with like the coronavirus are you like worried about that impacting the business um i think of nothing else really yeah oh, it's devastating it yeah. truly is devastating and um you know it's and the thing, like people, I've gotten phone calls and they say, well, maybe you should move the movie, right? And, and you can't, there is a time when you can move the movie. Like this, I, I don't want this, again, to get too in the weeds, but I don't know if you know that the Bond movie moved. Yeah, yeah. To, to, to November, to yeah. November. So, um, and I think people just assume, okay, well, that's just a simple thing. You change the date on the poster and you change the the uh, date on the ads, but the fact is, in the article that I read, they lost thirty million dollars doing that because you you commit to buying ads, mm, right? Um, and when you just jettison those ads, you got to commit to buying more ads, and, yeah. and so it's not easy to just not release a movie or punt a movie, or because there's other movie. I mean, th- every weekend there are four or five movies coming out, so you can't just say Bond can. But a movie like, you know, a, a, a Quiet Place, which we've never discussed moving the movie because, you know, we, we I think that it's part of what we were talking about, JT, is that, yes, here in California and in New York, it's, it's, a, it, it's, it's horrible. 
but there are a lot of states where there aren't any cases of it. And mm. are people going to go to the movie theaters in those states? And, you know, I mean, would you go to the movie theaters right now? Yeah, I'm going to go on Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to see the new Ben Affleck movie, The Way right. Back. I'm pumped yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, you know. But I'm nervous. I am like, but now that we talk about it, I'm like, I don't know, should I? But that's yeah, that's I, about how far my fears go. I just canceled the trip. I was supposed to go see my dad this weekend, but. Where's your dad? I had to fly. He's in Northern California now. Right. I think he made the right call, though. I mean, because I think yeah. airports is like. I felt bad, but yeah, I, uh, I was like, I can't risk it. But, right. Because the hospital he works at has a case. And, but I also asked my dad, I'm like, I'm like, Dad, are, should we worry about this? And he's, he's such a doctor. He's either like, you're either dying or you're fine. And he's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what does that mean? He's not worried about the virus at all. I'm, I'm getting on a plane tomorrow morning to go to New York. Oh, you are? Yeah. Nervous at all or no? Nope. I'm not nervous about getting on a plane to go to New York. Yeah. I'm not. Watch. <laughs> are you, are you going to wear a mask? I'm not going to wear a mask. Right on. Because, I, because I've done that reading and it doesn't, they say that perhaps the mask doesn't really make a big difference. Right. And, you know, so, yeah. I mean, I'm certainly washing my hands a lot more and using disinfectant and, you know, and I'm hopeful that, you know, that whatever this, this is unprecedented. I said to my kids since 9-11, there's yeah. not been an event that has consumed our nation the way that this has. Right. And, and um. Is it also how we communicate? Like, this is kind of like the first virus that we've had when there's, like, so much social media connectivity and stuff like that? Well, I'll, I think I stole that point from Bill Simmons. No, but you. Yeah. But I think you're right. And, and here's the thing. If you go on now, I don't get my news from Facebook, but if you go on, I do look on Facebook. And, and if you, there's articles that run the entire gamut at any position that you want to support that this virus is going to kill us all and it's the end of mankind is to where it, what your dad said you know yeah. i mean if you're healthy and you're not over 80 years old and you don't and you're you, you're probably going to be fine but you can find anything you want on facebook on your feed or on twitter on the feed and you know where do you dip your toe and what is i, I mean for the first time in my life i'm really asking the question is where what is the real news like yeah, what is the right. real story i'm not sure what it is you know i don't know either it, it feels so alarmist it, it yeah. does feel alarmist and yet i mean it's a real thing for sure yeah so you know I, and i think part of it is that we've never been through anything like this before and it's terrifying and um it, it, it and there've been a lot of movies made about it there've been a lot of tv shows made we made a show that ran for 5 seasons about this exact thing mm -hmm. and show? it was called the last ship Okay. It stopped airing two years ago. Are you guys um, seeing a boost in? I have no idea. Because like Contagion, I think is like I know really doing well. But that, yeah, yeah. The, Apple put that on their homepage. I saw. That. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, that was That's like hilarious. yeah, I saw that too. So you know, I don't know. Uh, it's certainly a scenario that we've all, everyone has talked about, but I don't think we've ever thought that it was really going to happen. So I don't. Yes. Yeah, so the, your question, JT, am I terrified? I'm terrified. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're scared, too. We're working on something, and it could throw a monkey wrench into that a yeah. little bit. That's yeah. why I didn't take the trip, because I didn't want to put people we're working with in danger. Yeah. Because right? I'm not worried about health-wise. I'm like... I'm, yeah, the death rate is like 3% Yeah, most, mm -hmm. I think. See, we're all looking at different numbers. It is 3%, but if you're under 80 years old, it's like 1%. Right. Right. Right? A lot so, of people have mild, mild symptoms. It's right. like kind of a cold, maybe a fever. But that's new news that's come out in the last two days. Okay. The, the, like, the, don't you, I mean, like, I didn't hear the age di differentiation until two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So it's all changing so rapidly. 
you know, I'm just hopeful and hope, you know, that people want to stop thinking about it and go to the movie theater and watch a really scary movie. So who's the person in your life that, like, when, when you don't know what to believe, you turn to and you're like, hey, what do you think? What's your hot take? That's a good question. Well, the first is my wife. She has a... She's, uh, yeah, I think she's very um, grounded. And then in the, I'm lucky that I've been doing this for a long time, so I have a lot of friends who've been doing this longer. Mm. But the, 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 that's what makes this so scary is that my friends who've been doing what I do longer than I have, they have no idea either. Right. Like, I had one friend, this happened yesterday, I had one friend who called me and said, you're fucked, sorry, we'll make another movie. I had another friend, as soon as James Bond moved, he said, this is the best thing that ever happened. Mm. Oh, because it cleared up, it cl- you got no yeah, comp. You, you, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and it's like, I don't know where to live. Right. So who's right? I won't know until it's too late, for sure. I yeah. won't know until it's too late. But so They pulled off the road without even a busted engine. Now right. you're in pole right. position. Go. Well, you listen, that movie comes out four weeks after us. And, but, but if other movies clear out, you know, my, uh, my younger son today texted me. He goes, what do you think is going to happen with Mulan? I said, I don't know. I mean, how, how can they move Mulan, which is, the, that's the weekend after us. Whoa. Yeah, I think I read some of the... They're definitely not. That's what I read. Right. But, I, uh, but again, what yeah. is that what movie are you supposed reading? to come out in China? Isn't that movie going to be it, huge? It, it, there's that no was... theaters in China right now. Yeah. That's got to be... They lost the whole market. Yeah, they lost the whole oh, market. Oh, man. And so we're all suffering in that because, yeah. you know... Uh, I mean, bigger issues. I mean, you yeah. know, with China. <laughs> yeah, but... Crazy. No, it's the movie. <laughs> no, it's the movies. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. We need the virus to stop so they can open the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uncharted. You know, it's like you never, never know. And I've said... I said to my wife... I said, I've said it to her the whole time of my career. If we do this long enough... We will experience everything positive and everything negative that can happen to a movie. Oh, that's a good mm. take. Yeah, and yeah. so if you step back, you know, I mean, what happened on the first Quiet Place was a magical thing. You know, that was a, we could never have dreamt that that would happen. So, you know, hopefully you have a long career, you stay working. I mean, that's my intention is just to kind of keep working. What would what, you go, baby? What, what is, what's it like the night before a movie comes out oh, for you? Do you have like a routine to like... Calm your nerves. Well, I ha- or- here's what I have. Yeah. I have a routine. Usually the night before a movie opens, you're doing press for mm. the movie. Usually that's what it is. Um, but the night that the movie opens, I would say 80% of the time I've gone to the same restaurant with my partners. We go and you sit at that dinner at that restaurant. I'll say it because we go to Mr. Chow's. Nice. And, we've been, and, and we sit there. And halfway through, the phone will ring, and it will be the studio, and it's either you're screwed or congratulations, we're going to have a great night, right? Yeah. And then, and it's some variation of that. So if, if the movie does well, if the, I've had movies that don't work, where it's just, it was myself, Andrew Form, and Michael Bay looking at each other. We had a movie called The Hitcher, and it, it didn't work. Sean Bean? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so that didn't work. No one came to dinner. Um, uh, on, on, uh, on a quiet place, everyone showed up. Oh, really? That night. Yeah. The night, yeah. So, Cameron, can you tell if like the difference if one of his movies hit or missed? He is he's psycho before any of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's you know it's when you think about it, all your work for two years yeah is determined in one night. Right. Right. It's crazy. So it, it's a crazy profession, profession to go into in the first place, at least yeah. if you're an actor. Well, a director's tough. Or a writer, you can write multiple things. But as a producer, you're putting all your effort into one or two things. It's just so 
That's why I go. I'm defending my son saying I'm crazy. You know, should we get Cameron in here? Hmm. No? Come, come sit here, Cam. Get involved. I don't want to interrupt the pot. You're not. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll keep flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down. I, I was going to ask you while we get that set up. What, what, what would you compare your job to? Like, if you had to say what you do, are you like a baseball scout? Are you like, if you could find another job to compare it to so people could get an idea of exactly what it is like you're looking for and how you're doing it. Well, listen, what, I know that you're into sports. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not that into sports, but it feels like. You know, like I'm, we're coaching a football team, right? We're, yeah. And, and and so there's a lot of people who are involved, and we're trying to, uh, you know, to get them to have their eye on the ball and, and and everyone move in the same direction. And there's certainly personality issues that people have, and you know, um, you have to make some really hard decisions that can hurt a lot of people, unfortunately. And that's never that's never a good thing. But I would say uh, being a football coach is probably, you know. Close the closest to, yeah yeah what do you think i don't know i don't know enough about it but i would I mean, football coach sounds good what kind of car are you belichick or you what kind of car are you pete carroll i always think of those as the two opposite coaches belichick is like the the cold calculating but like brilliant logical that's not me pete carroll's like the player's coach he's got a lot of energy he's exuberant He's always mm-hmm. chewing gum. And he's, he's That's like, not me either. <laughs> I don't think I'm either of those guys. Listen, I mean, I'm in, I'm in my head a lot. Um, he's Belichick. You think he's Belichick? 100%. <laughs> he went to my college. Oh, he did? Which, which really? one was that? Yeah. Okay, oh, nice. That's good school. Good school. Yeah. My brother-in-law went there. He really? Did? Yeah. Nice. Tim. What up, Tim? Hi, Tim. I don't think he listens. He's a, how does he not listen? I don't know. Oh, maybe he does. I, okay. I'll have to... There's an age difference. Okay. How yeah. old is Tim? 40, 40? No. Yeah. He's much older. What does he listen to? If he doesn't listen to this, what do you think he's listening to? Dude, that's a good question. He's he's an intellectual. He's very savvy with the culture and stuff. Oh, then he's so, definitely listening to this. Yeah, so he, he's up on it. I, I don't know. I, he's he's not a Joe Rogan guy, so he's not, he's more, like, in terms of, like, he's more hipsterish, so whatever Joe that is. Joe Rogan is incredible. Maybe. I just started paying attention to that. He's the greatest. That. It's incredible. When I look, I told Chad this today. I, I was at the comedy store last night seeing my roommate do a set, and Joe Rogan was there. And I just, when I look at Joe Rogan, just in person, I beam. I smile ear to ear. I'm, it makes me happy. Because yeah. I think he's just living his life exactly the way he wants to. And there's something very, uh, I don't know, like empowering about looking at him. For, yeah, mm-hmm. for yeah. sure. I just want to run up and hug his ass. Did you? Yeah. No, because you got to, <laughs> I'm trying to play it cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. But he tips all the guys there, all the, the door guys, he tips them 100 bucks if they move his car. Yeah, because all the comedians, right. they, they get out of their car and the door guys right. park them. Right. And he, he created the tip them $100 like, bar. It's a high now, bar. So not everybody else is tipping 100 but everybody else is tipping now. And I think he created that movement. Yeah, Joe gives the inside info. On which comics tip and which don't. So yeah. he does. He's like, oh, that guy. You don't like that guy. <laughs> he doesn't tip. Yeah, he's a yeah, tip. he doesn't tip. <laughs> You're like, oh, damn it. I like that guy. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. Joe. I've never met Joe. Oh yeah, all right. You I've never it? met Joe, oh, but I love Joe. I mean, I, everything I see of Joe, he seems like the fact that he doesn't haul off and punch you, yeah, is crazy to me. I mean, he just you could you he's folding his laundry, he's doing twenty things at once. You're asking him a question, and he will always answer you. Yeah, and then when you see the question land, and he's really thinking about it, it's hilarious. Like. Yeah, he's a thoughtful guy. He is a thoughtful yeah. guy, and he's and he's a very uh, decisive guy. That's why I like asking him questions because right. he almost always has a take on things, right. which I really admire. Right. But 
I do bug him some. Like those the, the clips where we get a little more combative don't get posted. I post. Oh really? Yeah, I would post him, and then people would be like, "This is draining my stoke." Like he oh, gets wow. like, he gets combative. Well, he'll just be like, you know what he does a lot? He'll like burp in the video or something like right. that, or tell me to fuck off. And then right. yeah. oh, I've just, never seen that. So I, yeah. I would expect that would happen more. It does happen a lot. Okay. Yeah, it does happen as probably as much as you think. Okay. And I just bother bother him so much that there's a huge pool of both sides <laughs> that I can pull from. That's with, awesome. With yeah. Joe, I always figure whenever he's angry, oh, it's just hilarious. It is fun. And I always figure everyone else is going to be on board with that, but I don't know. Maybe they, they just read it differently. Yeah, you know, I was actually I was not handling his anger well for a while. I was taking it too personal. Mm. And uh, and it was, I, I think I would be like, he'd be like, shut up. And I'd be like, don't fucking talk to me like that. But the way you got to talk to Joe is, is, you can say that, but you have to He's just talking shit. And I, I was kind of missing right. the boat on that. Right. I was being too sensitive. And then, so now when he's like, shut up, I go, you shut up. And then he'll be like, yeah. And then he loves that. That's yeah, awesome. He just loves That's it. awesome. Yeah, he, he loves the alphaness of it. Yeah, he yeah. just loves like being like, he'll just be like, you're a, he'll, he'll be like, you're a pussy. And I'll be like, Joe, I'll like beat the fuck out of you. Like, let's go fight this weekend. And then he'll be like, all right, let's do it. And then the next day I'll be like, do you really want to fight? He's like, what are you even talking about? Like, that's awesome. Just, yeah. You know, I met my wife at the comedy store. You did? Oh, that's did. right. Yeah. 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 Magical night there. How, how long ago was that? 27 years ago. Wow. Wait, Maybe so 28 years paint ago. Paint the picture. So you, you walk in no, there. No, it's what are you a, wearing? Uh, members only? No, I was wearing a... Uh, a little bit later than that. Sorry. No, yeah. no, no. It, it, a little bit later, but not much. I, I, I think... This is so bad, but I think it was a blazer that had shoulder pads in it. I mean, nice. it was real. It, it was like night one night at Roxbury. Remember that movie? I mean, yeah. like I felt like that was the time, and uh, and I went there to go see Richard Pryor, who was coming That's out of cool. retirement. Was he already sick with MS? Yeah, he was sick, but he he was coming out of retirement, mm-hmm. and uh, a buddy of mine said we should go see Richard Pryor, and and so. We went there, and uh, and she was with a girl I knew from high school, and I just kind of zeroed in. And I don't think that's the full story. What, 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 I've, what heard, I I've heard a different story. What's the other story? I heard you? that you weren't supposed to go that night, and someone else was supposed to go. No, that that's kind of true. So the girl that he that my wife was with was supposed to have a date with Scott Shore. Polly Shore's. Polly Shore's oldest brother. Oh, right. Wow. And he didn't show up. Mm. That's what happened. The badger. Scott, not nice. the weasel, the badger. The, the, is he the badger? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just giving him yeah. another So bourbon. he didn't show up. Yeah. So they were just waiting around, and they didn't know anyone, and so that was it. But anyway, You slid in. I slid in, and that place is magical to me. Were you a man about town at that time? No. So you were looking to settle down? Um, I don't think I was ever really a man about town. I was always looking to settle down. Nice. Did you? Have, if you were a man about town, would you admit to it? Of course. Oh, nice. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. yeah I think I. Well, because you're so classy, I figured you uh, might be like, nice. no, no, so, I wouldn't no, do that. No, I wouldn't no. Do but no. But yeah. at that point in my life, I was definitely looking to settle down yeah. for sure. Thank God you did. Thank God. That's right. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, we got yeah, this guy right here. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. now, and also, we should say you have a movie coming out. Uh, oh, by the time this comes out, it'll already be out. Well, it's big news. You're a lead in a a Hulu movie. Thank you. Yeah. You want to talk about it a little bit? Um. We had the premiere last night. Nice. It was great. It's a Hulu movie. It's called Crawlers, uh, produced by Blumhouse. Nice. Scary, campy, fun, sort of alien invasion movie. Right so on. It was oh, fun. I love that. Yeah, it was really fun. So they're into the That's dark awesome. thing where they do a movie every uh, every month, right? Do they do a movie? Every month, yeah. yeah. So ours is St. Patrick's Day themed. Cool. Cool. I kick an alien in the head and explode his how, whole head open, which feel? is fun. It was yeah. great. It was great. <laughs> he was great. How yeah. many he was takes really did you guys do with that? That took all night. Oh, really? Yeah, is that it, was that was a lot. Is it tough being in movies when your dad is in movies? 
Uh, it's a loaded question for sure, but <laughs> I mean, he's never acted, so it was it was kind of that's true. It was, I don't have that face. I mean, I've got a face <laughs> for podcasting. Look at him. You're both handsome. It was it was more stress for you when you're acting. Producing's a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His first scene. This was weird for me. His first scene. He's lying in bed in his underwear. He's got just his underwear on, and he's tied up. <laughs> it's the thing that you don't want your dad to walk in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the first thing I, was, yeah. you know, that's where the movie starts for him, right? Yeah, so yeah, I had to shoot that the first day ever, so that was a lot on my acting career. For I was, sure. I was talking. We had a comedian in here for the last one, Rob Hubel. He was and, great. Yeah, and he great had to be, guest. He had to so be funny. sexually dominant on this TV show, Transparent. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was like, bro, that must have been really hard. And he was like, yeah, that is hard. And I, I think that's the hardest thing to be like, oh yeah, to be sexy on camera people don't realize you're just in a confined space with people you don't really know and you just have to be that person in front of all these people and you have mm-hmm. to like try and seem badass yeah. and cool and confident <laughs> yeah, and in front of like a 40 person crew and there's like some 45 year old tattooed like uh, <laughs> boom operator and he's like yeah that's not how i do yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh, people get really insecure about it for sure do you want yeah. to be i mean do you want to act i mean is that like aspirational to you i do i like it a lot but i don't think it's like my number one thing i think there's i think i'd like to direct probably more or do uh just keep doing what we're doing it's also like a. It's you know really it's like acting with Chad. He's such a good actor. Oh, thank you. That I'm always like when I see him doing, it, I was like, I don't think I can do it like that. Like he just is so good at it. That well, do you, yeah. do you, how do you feel about it? I love acting. That's why I want Chris Pratt's career. You do? That's what I want. It's a great career. <laughs> yeah, strong career. Great career. Uh, no, I uh, yeah, I love acting. I love it all, but I think I, I love performing the most. Um, but I mean, JT's just genius director. Oh, that's nice. And performer, I mean, cracks me up every time. So. I th- I'd, I'd like to be like Joe Rogan. I think that's like the dream. Yeah, I'd love to like take over commentating on the UFC. Right. Bring a softer side to that. Right. And right. Then, uh, right. Right. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And just for sure. Interview a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And get better at fighting. Yeah. Right. My fighting skills have never been as good as I'd like them to be. Uh, what do you do? I did a, like a like a year of jujitsu, and I did a couple years of boxing. But I'm pretty pedestrian at both. I don't have a dis. You got to have like one physical right. quality that makes you good. Like whether it's your footwork or your hand speed or your your power. Right. I don't have a single one <laughs> or hand eye. I don't. But have, have you ever one. had to use it? Yeah, I've been in a couple scraps. Yeah. Was, was like, it helpful? Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's good. But I've also been beaten up, and I was like, well, there's a ceiling. Oh, yeah, we don't have to talk about. Yeah, that. Yeah, and you can't really. You don't know when you're looking at someone what they're capable That's of. Right. So it's it's a. Uh, I was actually going to tell you, I was at the basketball courts one time and this dude kind of picked a fight with me. Like he was like, out on you, out on you. I was like, dude, it's not out on me. He was like, you call me a fucking liar? And I was like, I'm not saying shit, dude. And then he's like, you call me a fucking liar. And they just took it to like a hundred. And then um, he's like, fight me, fight me. And I was like, and I, I was like, you know, what? I'm not going to back down to this guy. So I got all fired up and I went, you want to fight? You want to fight? And I walked up to him and I'm like, come on. And I started smacking myself in the head. I was like, let's fight. And then he went, and then he looked at me and went, Oh, and started smacking himself in the head. Really? And everyone at the court was like dying laughing. And they all started going, oh, hitting themselves in the head. And I was like, so humiliated. And I was like, fuck this shit, dude. So you didn't, you didn't have- We were like still squaring up a little bit, but I lost a little bit of my like uh, bravado. Yeah. And then this crazy guy came running up with long hair who was like a meth head. And he goes, you try to attack my brother? Like, you try to attack my brother? That's my brother. I'll kill you, dude. And like this guy was like, 
like just insane and i was like what am i doing i was right. like this is like and i just looked at my friends i was like we gotta get the hell out of here and right. then we left yeah yeah but it was uh yeah it was scary that like, is scary i had nightmares we? about it because like someone threatened to get a gun or something like that so i had nightmares really? about it for a while wow. yeah that's but, then, but half of me had nightmares and then the other half of me was like i think i should go back to that court and me and that guy should resolve it over a game of like two on two yeah, yeah. that's interesting yeah. how yeah. long ago was that oh a couple years ago was it yeah. here in L.A.? Yeah. Pan Pacific Park. Oh, huh. by the way, I play there like every day. Dude, Dude really? It's yeah. every time there's a fight there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a fight there every time. I go at times where I know I can just get a group of my friends and we don't have to play with a ton of other people. Yeah. Yeah. People get feisty there. Do you I've play? almost gotten in a fight there, too. Basketball? Yeah. Uh, I used to. I want to get back into it. We started yeah. playing at work a little bit. Yeah. My shot's way off, but, you know, I used to be a good dribbler. I could dribble it up. Yeah, and you're athletic. I can run. Yeah. I'm trying, I, I want to get back. You know, after Kobe died, I was like, I need to play basketball. Right. Um, right. So, but we've been so busy, but I will get, uh, maybe I'll go to Pan Pacific. Let's play some threes. Dude. He's very good. You're good? Yeah? It's good. The I'd kid played varsity what's ball your, in high I'm school. Oh, you're your position. Yeah, he, he can play. Uh, like shooting guard. Shooting guard? Much, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Kid's good. Dude, yeah. Were you good? No. Were you a good athlete? No. So it comes from the really? mom. Dad, that's not to. true. Come you on. seem athletic. No, I, 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 but I was foc- I was never focused on athletics. I just wasn't. I was. Yeah. I kind of knew what I wanted to do, and I just kind of the athletics was not part of that. I, I, I can do, I can do some things, but not well. Not like him or his brother. He's great at sports that you probably wouldn't think he's great. At. <laughs> right. Like, like what? Formula One. <laughs> exactly. I've been obsessed with yeah, that. Ultimate frisbee. Oh, you're good at oh, that? Yeah? Dude, I can't throw a frisbee to save my life. Seriously? No, it comes out straight into the ground every time. <laughs> I could help you with that. Well, well, really? What's your throw? Do you go the underhand? I can do both. You can do both? Yeah, Dude. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's nice. great. Water skiing. Right. These yeah, are not see... real sports cameras. No, they're real yeah. sports, Dad. I was going to say you look like a skier. Yeah. I can water Tell him what you can do. Stop. <laughs> Tell him what you can do. <laughs> I am the only guest on Going Deep with Chad and JT who can water ski on his elbows and knees. No way. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. At this old age, I can still I get in the water and I pull the cord. I pull it right here under my neck. Yeah, and I tell him to hit it. And I can, <laughs> as long as I'm strong enough. That's why I try and I can yeah. hold it and I yeah. can ski on my elbows and knees. That's Whoa. awesome. No skis. It's a parlor trick. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. well, can you go barefoot? I have, but I no. Yeah, yeah. I, my dad's done a little barefoot. Barefooting. Really? Yeah. Dude, we had a friend who would race. I talked about this guy before. He was the one who was doing the Baja 500 on a dirt bike and just yeah. hit a horse. Oh, that's and right. I came and visited him. He's in, a, he's in a body cast. Seriously? And I go, I go like, I'm like, I'm like a teenager. I'm like, dude, what happened to the horse? He goes, fuck the horse. He's like, it blew into smithereens. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, because he hit it doing like 95. Oh, oh yeah. man. It's yeah. not funny. Wait, was he in a dirt funny. bike or a Yeah, he was on a dirt buggy. bike. He was like on a Kawasaki would, 250. But you would think he would get hurt? I mean, no, he was annihilated. His lungs were punctured. His whole, oh he was in a God. full body cast. <laughs> the horse <Yeah>. blew up. <laughs> he's like, he's literally, he's like, the horse blew up. Like when Randy Johnson hit that bird with a pitch. Oh, uh, yeah. I, 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 can I ask you some more Hollywood stuff? Sure, whatever you want. What's, do you like Parasite? I did like Parasite. That was great. Yeah, I did not, I had no knowledge of it. I right. didn't know where it was going, and I found it really surprising. Mm. Yeah, oh, that, that was for me too. You're just like, what? There's, you know, people in the basement, like those right. twists were crazy, phenomenal. And it really added to the story. And I think that as when you make a movie, if you can surprise your audience, that that for the audience feels like a very good movie going experience. It's, mm. I think that we get when we go and see a movie and you go, oh, the guy's going to do this and then that's going to happen. And that's exactly what happens. That's not fulfilling. And I think the reason that people love Parasite, there are a lot of great reasons. I mean, it's a magnificently directed film, but 
you're surprised by what's happening. Like you think you know where this is going, and you and it goes in a totally different. Did you see it? I did. Yeah. Did you like it? I, I loved it. it. It was a little. You know, I saw it after it was all hyped up by everyone, right. but it, yeah. it lived up to it. But um, I wish I had seen it without any right. expectations. Right. Yeah. But it, it was amazing. I loved it. Yeah. Do you feel like the Academy was like kind of correcting for Green Book the year before? I don't know that, you know, when, when I hear stuff like that, I'm not, I don't know how the Academy can control. When it's like, like a bajillion voters. Yeah, it's a, it's a bajillion yeah. voters. I, I mean, these are people who are in different walks of the entertainment business, so they're not communicating together. I just, right. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think that it's kind of like something gets the momentum and it just kind of takes on its own life. And, yeah. And you don't know, you know, I... You know, I, I thought Green Book was a great movie, I, but you know, every year it feels like something happens that leads up to something being magical, right? Like, right. And, and I did not think the Parasite was going to win. I, in the mm. same way that I was surprised with the, the turn of Parasite, I was surprised that it won Best Picture Me because too, I thought yeah. because it won Best Foreign, they don't. What's the Best International? Yeah. yeah. So I, when it won that, I said, okay, so now Parasite's out of the mix for Best Picture because they gave it that award. They'll give whatever else it w- I thought it was going to be. So, um, what was your f- favorite movie? Of this year? Last year, 2019. Um, I loved Quentin's movie. Me too. Oh, so if you've been listening to the pod, we've been, yeah. I loved it. It's been a very divisive film. Your team chat on this. No, 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 for sure. (laughs) I, I... I, I I thought that was a really fun. I, I love really it, liked that. and I like 1917. I thought that was, that was just yeah. astonishing filmmaking. I, I, like I wouldn't even know how to start to do that. Right? Yeah, I mean yeah. it's just a different level. So those were my two favorite movies. What was your favorite? Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched enough of them this year. You're probably gonna Fair. be mad at me. I'm not mad that. at you. I saw Jojo Rabbit. I thought that was really strong. That was strong. great. Yeah. 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 Does your daddy's like, you better watch this many movies no. this month? The only movie he ever made me really watch was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nice. When I was 11, and Good. he locked me in a room and said, you have to watch my work. <laughs> <laughs> my dad, my dad awesome. showed me the movie Sleepers, where all these kids get molested at a juvenile detention. Yeah. My now, mom do you came know- home. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And my mom came home and she's like, why are you showing him this? And my dad was like, it's good for them. You <laughs> know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. know that the star of Sleepers also starred in Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Uh, Jason Patrick? Nope. Brad Pitt? Nope. Uh, Kevin Bacon? The kids, the kids. Oh, the kids. Uh, Brad Renfro? Nope. You're uh, right there. Uh, you don't know Cameron? Who is, is it? Tucker Jonathan Ralper. Tucker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tucker was one of the kids in there. And then nice. Was, yeah. Which kid was he? I don't know. Aaron, what was your favorite movie from last year? You know, I, lo- I loved everything you guys have said. Uh, I just rewatched Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah. I watch clips from that all that the time thing, on YouTube. That yeah. thing is amazing. It, it still gets me. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I, I haven't I seen it. that yet. You oh, seen dude, it's it? good. No. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Tell like what movie. Kind of I, okay, so can we talk movies for one more second? Yeah, please. Okay. The, and this will relate if you guys will have me around for Legend and Babe and all that. So yeah, of course. Um, I, have you guys seen Back to School? Yeah, the no. Ronnie Dangerfield movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't. You must. Yeah, it's you, great. It's yeah. so, it's it's like with all the shit that's happening, yeah. somehow that movie came on this weekend and I, sorry about that, guys. And I came I came on and. Uh, Who is it? It's, <laughs> you don't know the guy. <laughs> and and uh, I watched that movie and it took me out of my funk. It's so 
good. And Billy Zabka's in it too. Yeah, he's the best bad guy ever. Yeah, Rob, guy yeah. ever. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. But you know, his kid up. is kind of a wet blanket. Dangerfield's <laughs> yeah, kid course. in the movie. Of course. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Keith Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I anyway. see him, I'm like, you don't even seem like, you don't seem like you're capable of having right. fun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. That's true. And then uh, there was another movie that, wait, wait, so it was that movie. And then you asked me another question. Um, Once thinking, Upon a Time? Well, no, I loved that movie. There was something else that I loved. I can't think of what it was now. Shit, sorry. I can't. I, I lost my train of thought. What do you think is going to win Best Picture next year? Do you know the what's the early buzz? I haven't heard anything yet. I mean, it's, it's, it's too early. Too, it's, yeah, it's a Quiet too Place early. too. No, not a Quiet Place too. Maybe who knows? Love it. There's some. Would buzz. You, so would you have to campaign for that? Like, have you gone oh, through that? that process? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a full time gig. So what? What like? Well, it doesn't. It's, it it ends at the Academy Awards. It starts. You know, there's the Golden Globes and there's the SAG Awards and the Producers Guild Awards and there, and it, there's a whole. Um, it's a campaign. I mean, it's months. It's months of going out every night and showing the movie and pressing the flesh. And he came a couple times to some of those screenings. And you're just meeting Academy members and saying, this is our work. I hope you like it. If, I, if you have any questions, I'd love to answer it. It's a lot of screenings, too. You have to watch the screen. movie a lot of times. You and yeah. You have to talk to a lot of people. I mean, you're basically auditioning. Yeah. Is what right. it is. And everyone else is doing the same thing. Yeah. Right. So, so you got to have a better party than, like, they have? It's not so much the party. I think, that, you know, if the movie's great, you can tell that people like it. The, the part that sucks is when you're talking to someone you know they don't like your movie. Right. And you're trying to convince them that your movie's good, and they just don't think it is. <laughs> I mean, it's a hard thing to convince someone. Yeah. But, yeah. When, when do you start that, that process for the campaigning? Or, like, when do you... I think it's... Yeah. I, I don't remember. I think it's November. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a couple months. It was three and, solid months. And if you're, it's if you're getting buzz, or every yes. movie does it. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, uh, when when A Quiet Place came out, there was this notion that they were going to have a popular best popular movie award. Do you remember this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that people felt that we had a pretty good opportunity. We had a good opportunity with that. So that was how the campaign kind of started. And then when they did, the Academy decided they weren't going to have that category. Um, you know, we we were already on the road, and so we went out there and sh- shook hands, and did it. It was, it's kind of great because you meet people from all over the world, and you talk about movies, and you know, and and uh, I, I I kind of enjoyed it. It was exhausting, but I enjoyed it. Who, who's I, I know Harvey Weinstein was used to be the best at the campaigning. Who's the best now? I don't think. Listen, I, I, who did the Parasite campaign? I don't know. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, mm. you know, the, I think that that was an era when Harvey, you know, had a lot of control over what Academy voters were doing, and he very famously would seek out every Academy member and work on them one by one to get them to, to you know, to get to support his film. Um, I think it's a little different now. Yeah. Right? And and. and um, there's not anyone who yields that kind of power. That's probably good. Yeah, I think it yeah. is good. I think it's good, yeah. yeah. I think what's unique about it is, when I was there at least, I'd see you talking to so many different people. It's not like everyone's similar. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a very different person, so you're trying to convince these people that are very different people. Right. The same thing. It's not just producers. Right. You're talking to people. You're talking yeah. to costume designers and editors. Yeah. And, I mean, right. it's anyone who is a member of the Academy, and there are a lot of branches of the Academy. So. People you might not relate to at all. Right. Yeah. You know, that so. happened. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to be a member? Of the Academy? Yeah. Um, some, yeah, I, th- I do. Yeah. I do. I'm what, not, what's yeah. the process? <clears throat> for you that? have to be nominated. Oh, okay. And then a couple, a couple members have to support your 
you're, you're being in. But as a producer, it's different for all the different branches. But for a producer, you have to accumulate a certain number of credits mm. to make you eligible. Oh, okay. Cool. Do you th- do you, I have a question I had wrote, written down. Do you think Hollywood parties more or less than people think? Well, I'm the wrong person to ask. But you see. I do. But um, I think there's always going to be the component of uh, people having too much money and doing stupid shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so that, we're going to say they party as much as you think. <laughs> I, I, I think that there is always a faction that are partying crazy. And then, the, yeah. look, there, it, it, before I came up in the business, but the books I read about the 80s, right? Yeah. The, the Don Simpson and those books. And yeah. All, you know, there was cocaine on it on tables and meetings. I've never seen anything like that, right? And, yeah. And I think that as a culture... L.A. specifically is so vain now that everyone wants to look good. And you, you, you can't go out and get totally obliterated and then show up the next day and looking mm-hmm. good. That's not to say that people don't do it. It certainly happens. But I think that it's not at all what it used to be. Right. I, I think it was more Or they keep it more contained. Yeah, I think they definitely. And also, here's the difference. And this is a big difference. Not everyone had a camera. So, you, so yeah. a lot of people were out doing stuff and no one was capturing it. And... But now you always have to think in the back of your head, what I'm doing could be captured, and, and is that what I want? Yeah. So that's probably made it less, I imagine. Bummer. Yeah, Bummer. do you think that was the biggest factor, or do you think it's the health kick? I think it's all of it. All I of think it, it's yeah. all of it, yeah. I mean, when you think about as recently as, you know, 20 years ago, people you know, were smoking cigarettes. I, I can't remember the last time I was in a meeting that someone smoked a cigarette. Yeah. Like, that was something that was a regular occurrence in the 70s and 80s. I mean, no one thought about it. Well, what do you think? I think you can always find something if you're looking for it sort of yeah. thing. Um, my generation is different than what his generation was. So, you know, I've seen some things that probably aren't great, but it's mm-hmm. probably not nearly what people were doing back then. Yeah, I think I would imagine. True. Yeah. What was it like growing up in Hollywood? Like, did you... <laughs> Are you still sort of in awe of the stars, or are you kind of like, oh, it's all just normal to me? There's some people that you're always just like, you know, when you see like the Tom Cruises of the world, you're yeah. like Brad Pitt. Have you met Tom Cruise? I have not met Tom. Have I? I haven't either. Have I? Yeah. I want to meet Tom Cruise. Oh, me too. 100%. Let's set up a meeting. Uh, yeah. I'd love to. I said, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it's. I'm lucky to have such a good dad, to be honest, because yeah. I've seen a lot of friends or used to be friends that kind of. It, it, there's two ways it can go. Right. It can go one way or the other. And there's yeah. a bad path and he kept me on a great path. So do you love LA? Love it. Yeah. Couldn't be anywhere else. That's awesome. Yeah. I always feel like people, when they grow up in LA, they either love it or hate it. A lot of my I'm friends just assuming left. a lot of them left. Yeah. A lot yeah. of my high school friends. I would go? stay. It's New the York. best. Right. Yeah. Mostly New York. New York. Yeah. But I can't even fathom that. Yeah. I mean, my whole life is here. Like yeah. everything is here, so I could never go. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's good news. It. Yeah. <laughs> Should we answer some questions? Yeah, sure. I love this part of it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> this is fun. How's the green juice, guys? It was delicious. Dude, so good. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Which one was it? The, uh, it was the one with a little bit of apple. Just greens with apple. Yeah. Aaron, did you have your green juice? Had it. This is how we're going to beat coronavirus, guys. Green you juice. You think so? I love I it. I think so. I think tonight's the night was, we beat it. I what? love the optimism. You got me a green juice, right? Yeah, where is I it? Just, it's somewhere in the couch. I lost it over there. It's oh, fine. I see it right there. Is it over there? Yeah. Got it. Get it on the way home. All right. Oh, we got a bunch. That's what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, 
What's up, bros? So I'm really digging this new Betty. She's way into Christianity. I am not. I've been pretending to be a newcomer to the faith. <laughs> Usually I wouldn't be this willing to put on this kind of facade. I just like how he went straight to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't jump around too much. But this girl is one of the best looking babes I've ever met. I know this is a dirtbag move, but I'm looking for some positive reinforcement to justify my less than stellar morality. What do you guys think I should do here? Do I continue to be disingenuous with my motives, or do I admit the truth and absolutely torpedo my chance with this dime piece? Much love and respect from your biggest fan north of the border. Go Raptors. Did you want, should I go first? Yes. Okay. Um, I think basing a relationship on a false foundation <laughs> probably is not going to lead to a uh, happy ending. Yeah. Yeah, I think unless you can make a real full conversion and actually believe in God, then you can't do it. But, you know, step three of the, the 12-step program is came to believe a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Did anything in that letter give you any indication that this guy's <laughs> headed in that direction? Well, I just I wonder how much of a non-believer he is. Like, do right. you believe in God, but you're just it's not a Christian? the second thing he said. Right. He's not, so. Yeah, and you seem pretty at peace with your non-faith. Yeah, maybe just come clean to her and, you know, fingers crossed, she'll think it's endearing, but. But if you're open to it, that could be a good thing. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe you got to tell her. Yeah. Can't lie. Sorry, man. Sorry. Sorry, dude. Yeah, I got, I got to concur. I mean, you know, I wish the best for him romantically, but, you know, I think he's got to come clean and just... But I think if you come at it in a sweet way where you're like, look, you know, this God thing isn't really me, but what's between us? That's real. You're my higher power. Yeah. Right. That's probably a bit too intense. <laughs> yeah. That's like something you say to someone after like 15 it's a, years. It's something you say on Love is <laughs> Blind. drug addiction. Great you show. You gotta watch that show. You gotta you, watch it. I watched it because of, your, because of yeah. you, you. I've seen you watching it. It's drugs. It's right. just like okay. doing drugs. Yeah, yeah. People I'll, love that show. It's so good. I heard about it from him and then I watched the first five minutes. I was like, I gotta watch this whole thing. Okay, I gotta check that out. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, couple on that show named Cameron and Lauren. Right. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh. And my Cameron. girlfriend's name is Lauren. So wow. I, I have people like <laughs> it's it's tagged in photos or something or like tweets and people will text me and be like congratulations. I'm like it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get DMs for the Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Mm-hmm. And people will be, uh, they'll confuse me because they'll be like, man, you just lift me up every day with, <laughs> with your lyrics. I'm like, and I don't realize, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they think I'm Chad Kroger. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, and you are. He, he gets some nice DMs. That's nice. You know? yeah. a, lot, a lot of people think that Nickelback is the hate, but yeah. according to my inbox. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. He yeah, gets I a lot like of that. love. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So tell her the truth and then go do a, what's that thing they do in the Catholic Church? ask for forgiveness what's it called uh oh confess confess right yeah. i was raised catholic how can i not remember right that? yeah what's cooking bros i got a double whammy quest for guys for you guys if that's cool one so i used to speak to this stellar looking babe but eventually the idea of a relationship freaked me out so i was straight up and told her the truth fortunately for me she was on a similar page about not wanting a relationship so this prompted me to bite the bullet and ask her whether she'd wanted to be friends with benefits she agreed we set our rules about being just friends but smashing raw dog while we can while also still being able to get with other dudes for her and dudettes for me. So a fairly dawny procedure for the both of us. 
Never heard that. Unfortunately, however, I am yet to capitalize upon the situation for one main reason. One, the first two times we were meant to meet, I ended up getting way too stoned and just vibed at home. This is an unfortunate sitch, as you can probably tell, as I don't want her to lose interest because I still want to have suck face and admire that bodacious bod. What would a pair of blokes like you do in this situation? I have no idea what the situation what is. The, what's the question? <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what's going on. So they're friends with benefits. I got that. And he just gets but too high and he can't go out. <laughs> is that what it is? I think that's what's going on. I think he's just but, too high. And when he's worried about losing the, the flare, he's worried about the spark. Going away? Did he say he's losing the spark? This is an unfortunate situation, as you can tell, and I don't want her to lose interest. Yeah. Oh, so he's just getting too high? Dude, I mean, super complicated. I think there's a fix, maybe, though, is just don't get too high (laughs) for next time. That's a good idea. And I think it could work. Yeah. What else is there? (laughs) Shit, man. It's tough. Tough to say. I mean, why is he getting so high? If he knows she's coming over. Yeah. Did and, I, she, and she's bodacious. And what else did he say about her? He wants to suck face. Yeah. So <laughs> why, why, why is he getting so high? Yeah, dude, I think I, think I was being a little goofy. I think, yeah, you just got to smoke less weed when she's coming over. Right. And then maybe smoke less weed in general. <laughs> and then uh, I think it'll honestly work out. You sound like a fun guy. Just three strikes you're out. Don't do it again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, whenever I think... I always think I'll, I'll if I if I get hammered or something, it'll like you know I'll have a fun time with my GF and it'll improve it. But it's usually the other way around. When we're sober and just like watching a rom com, that's when the sparks fly. So right. that's why I recommended this dude. Right. Hell yeah. Question like of that. there's a second part. Thank Guys, you. So sorry, Brad. God. You're. God, I mean, you can put that. But this is like very on brand. You're a producer. Who's that? Who's that? Oh, oh Neil, what up? <laughs> Answer it. I like that ringer, though. Yeah. Classic. Put him on the pod. Do I know that person? Pick it up. Yeah. Pick it up. Who is Answer it. it. Should we pick it up? <laughs> no, he doesn't want to be on the pod. Okay. I'm locking it up. Just trying to get everyone on you the pod. You know. <laughs> oh, is that your partner? No. You produce all the Fast and Furious movies. Whoa! Cool. Come on, answer it. He doesn't want to be on the pod. No? He's not pod... He's not a pod, dude. Do you want me to call him on the pod and we can get rid of it if he doesn't want it? Yes. Okay. You promise there me you'll go. do this? I swear yeah. to you. Yeah. Let's. Do we have the hookup? Yeah, right here. Yeah, right there. Guys, we're about to uh, surprise call Neil Moritz, producer of Fast you and don't Furious. Put it on. Do you want to be on it? Because I'm, sure, I'm. we're doing it right now. Do you want to be on it? Oh, I wouldn't be good at it. What? I wouldn't be good. No, I think you'd be fantastic. These are the this guys. They're your biggest fan, Neil. Neil, we're huge we, fans. we love Hi. you. We love you, Neil. All right. Well, we'll, we'll let you give my email. They can uh, text me, and I'll, we'll figure no, it out. No, right now. We'll tape it with you. Cameron's in here with us. Hey, Neil. How's it we going? We can all talk to you. Yeah, we don't want to pressurize you, but we'd really love to talk to you now. If that's <laughs> I can't do it right now. I appreciate it, though. I'm walking right. in, we appreciate I'm you. I'm walking into dinner. Where are you going? Uh, just a vino with Henry. We just came from a uh, soccer game. All, all right. right. All right. Well, I'll talk to you all later. Tell Henry hi. Right. He sounded in a rush. Huh? <laughs> I gotta go. It's the best. He sounds cool. Uh, yeah, this guy, there was a second part to this guy's question. Okay. Question numero two. My mom is being a real cock block by not letting me go out when I want to meet this babe for some class A bonage. <laughs> How do I tell my mom and dad that I need to go clap this honey's cheeks without <laughs> causing a big hullabaloo? <laughs> Love, Mom Slayer 69420. Use this, not my real name. Mom Slayer. Sixty nine four twenty. Yeah. Okay. 
Wait, is that the same person for both questions? Yeah. So that's the same girl. Yeah. So he's smoking too much weed and he's not allowed out. Right. That's a hard situation. Yeah. I would say he wants to talk to his mom about it. I'd say write her a letter similar to the one he wrote us. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to clap those cheeks, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, you well, I've seen it in memes. The and stuff. I've seen it in memes. No, I've never. Okay. Uh, have we ever seen? Uh, have the Stokers ever described it that way? I'm not not a Stoker, but I have heard that through just the culture at large. But yeah. I agree with you, Chad. I think putting your words down on paper and I mean, really getting to the bottom of how you feel. Yeah, because sometimes when you're when you're frustrated with your parents, and especially if you're horny like you are, you might come in a little bit hot and you'll say things you regret. So really put down on paper why you want to make love to this person so much and then mm. give that to your mom and, and let her see you at your at your most clear you're incredible how did yeah, you do that beautiful. how did you pull that out of there oh really thank yeah. you yeah no that was incredible I just had to lock in oh that's good yeah okay and yeah. meet him where he was at not where I'm at okay, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. communication cool. with your parents in these situations is super key mm-hmm. it really is I mean we had great communication about stuff growing up and it was about your just, there was one time in seventh grade where I remember I was trying to make out with this girl in school mm. and we were walking around blocks and blocks. I mean, there was nothing to do. We just kept walking until I finally tried to do it. And uh, he kept calling me because he had to pick me up and I was not answering my phone. And then he grounded me for the whole weekend. And then <laughs> finally I was like, can I just, I was like, can I just be honest with you? Like I was, I was with a girl and he was like, Oh, if that ever happens, Again, let's just talk about it and communicate. Mm-hmm. So, oh, nice. Yeah, we had an open line of communication. Then, then do you remember what we had? We had a code word. We had a code word, so... <laughs> do you want to give uh, it away? I hope my girlfriend doesn't listen to this. But if there ever was a situation where I was with a female friend mm-hmm. of mine, I would tell him that I hurt my eye. All right. And then he would say... I hope your eye feels better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you were... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that was, that was it. I was yeah, just going to say one more thing to the stoker. Uh, don't raw dog unless you're in a committed relationship. Smart. Oh, right. smart. Yeah. Yeah, what does raw dog mean? That means not to wear a condom. Oh. Yeah. He said, I didn't know what that meant. <clears throat> yeah, I, I missed that too, which is stupid on my part. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah. What up, guys? Much love from a stoker up in Canada. My Third God. Canada? Yeah, this is incredible. Writing this message from my car outside the clinic where I just got diagnosed with herpes. Honestly, not too upset, mostly because I just heard JT a few days ago share his story. Thank you for doing that, man. You're a legend. The last thing I want right now is for a bunch of people to find out about this. My issue is that while I have a girlfriend right now, neither of us know who gave it to who, and I've potentially had it for a while. Do you think I should go through the potentially humiliating task of messaging every girl I've ever slept with and telling them I have herpes, or just let them find out on their own? There's no serious side effects like infertility at risk if they don't hear from me. If yes, I should tell them, can you dudes do me a huge favor and make a message right now on my behalf to send to them? (laughs) Uh, I mean... Yeah, I, I think you have to tell them, dude. Of course. Um, so I would say, hey, this is Cameron. I hope you're well. Uh, I'm really sorry to have to send you this message, but uh, I was recently diagnosed with herpes, and I'm not sure when I got them. So, you know, I, I want you to know that because it's, you know, you need to know that. and Get yourself checked. Yeah, and go get yourself checked and, and you know, God bless, or some, you know, a nice sign off, like sincerely, Cameron. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think you got to tell everyone and um, stay safe. And, you know, with your girlfriend, too, it sounds like they're, you know, no one really knows. I mean, we, we were talking about this before. There's such a, 
one in four, one in three people have it. So, you know, neither of you can really know who gave it to who. I mean, one of you could have had it for a long time. So um, I think it's best just to not even try to broach, broach that territory. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. I can't believe I'm actually a part of this section of the pod. I hear him listening to it in the car all the time, and he loves it so much. And I listen to it with him. <laughs> oh, you now do? That I'm on it. It's it's actually a surreal experience. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, that's Thank nice. you guys for for letting me join you. Oh, this of course. Thanks, Thanks for thank coming on. Yeah. yeah. I think it's cool. We're getting the the different perspectives. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you want to know anything about my dad, I mean, <laughs> I'm happy. But no one cares. <laughs> Uh, which which no. <laughs> yeah, right. I was, was going to throw you a real meatball. Yeah. Uh, what up, philosophers of suntanning and beer bonging? I have an urgent nice. question on a situation unfolding quickly. My squad has been mumbling the last couple of days about a party, but I was never included in the discussion. One of my friends in the squad asked me today if I was going, but I was never officially invited by the guy in my group who was invited. The girl who's having the party is friends with my ex, and there's been some bad blood. But why wouldn't he just tell me about the party to avoid conflict? Should I ask him why he didn't invite me, or should I keep the peace in the group? Is this the start of me getting boked? Well, no one wants to get boked. No. Dude, the cruel, mercurial winds of young friendship sometimes your boys are just like a little tired of you or you've been doing something that they've just kind of arbitrarily decided they've had enough of and i've been in that spot before where i just didn't get the invite to a party and sometimes i've gone and kind of you know uh subtly confronted them just with my presence and sometimes i've just let it slide and stayed home and was sad but it does not mean you're getting boked because me and all those guys are still thick as thieves and you get through these things and and uh you you either improve on the things that they're valid and their concerns about even if you have to suss them out on your own or you, you know, decide they're wrong and you just keep going because both can be possible. So I don't know, man, you're good. And you can go to this party if you want to and, and make it a little awk or you can stay home, but, but you'll be good either way, my friend. You're on fire tonight. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. Great. You are on fire tonight. Oh, nice. Thank you. Yeah. I have nothing to add to that. How could it be <laughs> yeah, any better? I don't have anything to add. That was awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to sit out this next one. Then. No. Here we go. Dear Chad and JT, I'm in need of some advice. I recently moved into a new apartment with two of my bros in San Diego. They're great dudes, and we get along great with one exception. One of them who has, has a girlfriend who is at our place nonstop. I certainly don't have a problem with her as a person, but this is getting out of hand. She brings a suitcase and practically moves in for several days at a time, showers here, and eats our food. In addition to that, I also share a wall with these two. I lost count how many times I've been woken up... To, to them pounding it out either late night or early in the morning. <laughs> I would never ask my bro to slow down his lovemaking with his GF, but I also need some solid sleep. How do I approach my roommate about his girlfriend overstaying her welcome? He has been best friends with our third roommate for years, and I'm the newcomer in the group. I don't want to overstep my boundaries, but I also want to make sure my concerns are heard. Thanks, dudes. To me, it sounds like there are a couple issues there. First, earplugs can solve one of those problems, mm. right? You know, the kind, the, the silicone type, type you put in here. Yeah. And it sounds like there's a financial issue there also. Where she's eating all the food. Mm. That's a different conversation that he should probably have with his roommate and say, what's up with your girlfriend? If she's going to eat so much, you guys you got to contribute there, right? Yeah. And is, are those the two issues? It's sound and food? I like where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I think her bringing the suitcase. All the suitcase. Yeah. She just shows up she's with the suitcase. In. Yeah. She's moving in. Yeah. And, and, she, and he... And, the guy hasn't checked with his roommates to say, is it cool if my girlfriend brings her suitcase? Yeah. yeah, that's a harder conversation, isn't it? I mean, I live with two other guys. One has a serious girlfriend. She's over a lot. 
love her to death, no issues, but you know, it's so important to have an open line of communication about this stuff. Yeah. Like she actually contributes food to the house. You know what I mean? She adds things that we wouldn't normally have. Right. So she kind of makes our home more of a home by her being there, which is important. Um, That's so nice. I, yeah, I think it's like kind of about just when you're living with people that are your friends that go south most of the time, mm-hmm. unless you have a real strong line of communication with them and being open and honest about what needs to get done. Yeah. Um, and who does what and what's going to happen because that's so important. Yeah, I think I think you got to be uh, open and establish, you know, basically your property in the apartment a little bit because, like, when my old roommate had a girlfriend move in, you know, like, I, I would sort of just designate, like, this is my food. This is my olive oil. One time she took my olive oil, and I'm like, she took my olive oil. Oh, you said something? I was like, yeah, half of my olive oil is gone. <laughs> half of it? <laughs> and he was like, he's very apologetic. He's like, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think just yeah, yeah. establish, I think boundaries are healthy. I know it's scary, but I think your buddy, uh, and I like the earplugs thing, because I know you, you don't want to... Yeah, I you love know, the fringe on the solution. on the boning. Can I tell yeah. you? A good That's a producerial mind. For, yeah, <laughs> practical. A fan. That's what I have. I put it on every night. I don't hear anything. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, dude, you know what I've been doing? I've, I do this new app called Syncuition. This guy could try it. It's like it, it's like, like binaural sounds. It's supposed to be like a meditation, yeah. but it's sort of like you know, it, it's weird. I mean, it'll be like a boat rowing you know and stuff it's it's supposed to be like good for your brain or whatever but that's something you could listen to because you get it's What's like it 3d sound uh sync tuition okay and it's supposed to enhance your intuition i'm not sure if it's doing that but i sleep very well yeah and i just pass out can i ask you one question though yeah does it have repetitive sounds like when i listen to water uh-huh. and it's that same right it's, it's a that will make me go crazy. It goes, yeah. it's disconcerting. Yeah, yeah. very. Yeah. Does yeah. it have it's, that? No, it's a new track each night. Okay. So I'm going up in levels. Oh, cool. <laughs> I think my, my intuition's. Yeah. Your intuition seems up. really strong tonight, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's intuition. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fan, too. The fan. Yeah. The fan. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah. You're yeah. getting the AC, you're getting the noise. It's all. Yeah. I love all these solutions because yeah. it's like, we're, yeah. you know, we're going to take care of the food situation right? and then the lovemaking, we're going to. Let it go. Unless you don't want to curtail point. that. I yeah. mean, you don't want to say, dude. But, yeah. Unless he comes through your wall one time. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, then, come on, bro. And then you start clapping. Yeah, then you're like, yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> dude, you're a beast. <laughs> Can you imagine? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just cool it through my wall. You go to uh, work the next day, you're like, dude, my roommate's a tank, dude. Yeah, <laughs> his makeup all well this morning came straight into my room. Uh, that's good. Uh, the I, I never heard my roommate boning. Yeah. And I know they were, but I'm like, you know, I was kind of like, dude, bring it a little bit. Right, well, you know, I want to hear yeah, what's going are. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I, I, I've, yeah. yeah. I've caught my roommates it. doing it and stuff. <laughs> and it's, yeah, I caught Strider. It's yeah. horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Can you do the impression or is it not Yeah, cool? no, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, and I love him and his GF so much. And I'll <laughs> cut this if he's not into it. But I opened the door to our apartment and... Strider left his door open, so I had no choice. And I just look, and Strider is like obviously two seconds from coming. And he's like, he's like, ha, 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 ha. And then I was like, ha, ha. And I just, I sprinted to my room, but I didn't, I swung open the door and it swung closed behind me. Yeah. So they heard it slam, and I was like, oh, they're going to think I'm a pervert. So I hid in my room, didn't get my bag out of my car. 
go back downstairs. And then in the morning, they both laughed at me. And they were yeah. like, dude, we don't care. And they, they were really sweet about it. That's but my nice. girlfriend at the time was really jealous type. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I caught Strider having sex. I'm so embarrassed. She's like, why did you watch them? And I was like, I didn't watch them. And she knew I was a sex addict too. So she right. was like, you were watching them. I was like, babe. Yeah. Right. I was not watching Strider. I was episode. watching Strider. <laughs> <episode. laughs> no, no. I'm, like, I'm like a degenerate, but come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, just, oh. Just, yeah. just while we're here at Strider and his tongue darts is one of my the highlights of the pod. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the whole reason to watch it on YouTube, isn't it? To see Strider doing that. <laughs> he's got incredible technique. Yeah, he yeah. Really does. Strider kind of freaking what up? <laughs> Last question. What up, dude? Just started listening to the pod and I'm vibing with it heavy. Keep it up. I'm a junior in high school and I'm having quite the dilemma with the girls recently. I recently transferred to a smaller high school and there are no babes to be found, so I have to look elsewhere. The only option is my homie's ex and I can't go there. I'm always meeting new ladies at parties every weekend, but nothing... It's awesome you're going to parties every weekend. But nothing seems like it's working out. I've had a few hookups here and there, but at this point, I'm just looking for some commitment. Should I just keep chatting it up at the par parties and wait for something to happen, or should I try something else? I'm a relatively good-looking dude, and I'm good at meeting people, but it just seems like nothing's working out. Keep stoking it up, boys, and thanks for the help. You just got to chill. Chill, right. Yeah, I mean, you just yeah. got to chill. You never know when it's going to happen. Yeah. Just... Yeah. It sounds like you're doing great. He's going to parties every weekend and he's yeah. hooked up with a few people. But yeah. he might be too focused on the outcome and not yes. enjoying his time at the party. Yeah. He's got to be more open and yeah. more committed to having fun and then right. a lot open and receptive to letting For sure. new ladies walk in. Yeah, yeah. There's something in our male brain, because I have it, and I'm older than this dude by a lot, but like yeah. I'm like, I never think I'm doing well with the ladies when I'm single. I'm always yeah. like, dude, I'm sucking. Like, I focus on the failures. Yeah. Never focus on the things that are going well. And then I'm just like... I'm always like, damn, dude, like, why do I suck so hard at this? I need to be better at this. I need to get on top of it. I need to set up a date. And it's like, I'm doing what he's doing. I just got to, but right. it's easier when I read him writing right. and I'm like, it's so you obvious. You need to relax, but I can't see it in myself. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and I just need to whew, breathe. It's tough yeah. in this culture because the way people are, I always, the way dudes are, especially, I always feel like you, you always think everyone's doing way better than you. Yeah. Lady wise. You're like, oh, like all my boys are just like, fucking non-stop and yeah. not me but i think that more often than not that's just not the case and it's social media you can just see so yeah. many hot people all the time right? yeah yeah i mean i know it's cliche but it's like it's true yeah I'm, 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 my brain's not supposed to see that many hot people <laughs> guys you're gonna hate this but the producerial side of me Get i gotta it. bring something up go yeah you gotta do a mid-roll Oh, dude, thank dude. you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll get into our legends and beats. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, Brad, that thank hasn't you. Happened yeah, thank you. I, I, okay, good. I'm yeah, sorry. Everyone at yeah. home right now is like, "That's why he's a producer. That's yeah. why he gets paid." <laughs> like, the big I'm thinking, bucks. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm yeah. thinking ahead. What we gotta do? You should text us when we're recording in the future. Like, How's <laughs> that mid roll coming? In? Thank you, Brad. I. Uh, that's nice because our uh, we got a comment today saying it was rude that we're doing mid rolls with guests. So I'm, why? I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I think they're fun. Yeah. I think so, too. I think it's part of the charm. I right. do, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, I'm interrupting this podcast to let you know once again that we are brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you so much for keeping our trims pubed, for looking after our hogs, for making sure that our dongs are looking fresh and clean. Because, guys, like it or not, summer is approaching, okay? And you want to look fresh, and you want to beat the heat. And there's no better way to do that than to trim your pubes, all right? Because you don't want, you know, heat down there. And the best way to do that is to take the lawnmower 3.0 and just straight up apply it to your dong. <laughs> so, guys, Cameron, have you been manscaping lately? I've been manscaping for a long time. Oh, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's in the family. Yeah. 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 Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. Did you ever give him any advice on what his pubes? Should no, but like? I would. I would provide um, before lawnmower was there. I would provide yeah. utensils so that he wouldn't hurt himself. Oh, That's nice. nice. No. I remember. Maybe you weren't home, but I looked in your drawer and there was like a, a thing, like a man grooming right. tool. Right. You know, the, the four, the five in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. said clipper. It. Yeah. 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 It said man groomer on it. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, right. That was, yeah. whoa. You were yeah. on the cutting edge of this for like, yeah, a sure. while. That's uh, nice. Uh, yeah, I've got to so be on top of it. keeps it tight. Yeah. That's awesome. keep it high and tight. Yeah. yeah. Legend. You inspired me. I think I'm, maybe I'll send my nephew some. They're still young, but you want... You send know, it to your dad. Be like... Dude, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd like that. Point oh, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get him a deal on that? Well, what's twenty percent off? Twenty yeah. percent off, Dad. Go D twenty. <laughs> Go yeah. D twenty. Yeah. I might get one. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Sounds like a great deal. I'll get yeah, you one, dude. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll get you one. Oh yeah, we'll get you one. Dad, yeah, we'll, you want to? We'll you want to get me one? Yeah. Sure, sure. Thank you. Yeah. For Christmas. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, Brad. Hi. Who is your legend of the week? My legend of the week this week, God, I wasn't prepared for that. Um, you know, I got to say um, that, you know. Oh, wait, I went backwards, actually. Oh, why? I left up. We're supposed to do beef first. Do you mind if we reroute to beef? Let's go to beef. Who's your beef of the week? Uh, my beef of the week is the coronavirus. I mean, it's Good really, beef. you know, I, I know it's not fun and no one really wants to talk about it, but it's, uh, it's really creating a lot of problems for a lot of people. And, uh, and uh, I wish coronavirus would go away. I wish there was something we could do. Is it, yeah, there's nothing we can do, right? Uh, yeah. They say it's going to be like a year before they come up with yeah. a vaccine. Yeah. So we just have to wash our hands. That's a good beef. Yeah. yeah. Chad, who's your beef? Uh, my beef is the uh, equilibrium in my AirPods. Um, yesterday I woke up and one, my left AirPod is not as loud as the right. And it's kind of messing with my running, you know? Like, I'm, whenever I'm running, I'm, I have like Eric Prids on, full blast both ears you know same volume and now it's kind of like one and it's throwing me off a little bit so it's with the airpods you know they're they're tricky sometimes and they're kind of you know they're hurting my morning a little bit so i'm just trying to you know maybe i'll set up an appointment with the genius bar but we'll see but yeah for now i'm beefing with those hard even though they brought me good times yeah. mostly Wait, so those are the pro right the pro i think yeah the new ones the new ones I think my I got them. They're my mom's actually. I got them like a year and a half ago. Oh no, no, no. okay, wow. Yeah, are they having issues with those? I have the same issue with the pro. Oh, you do? Because there's a noise canceling component to it. Yeah. And it sometimes isn't the same in both ears, and mm. it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know. Do you know how you test if one of the pods is working and the other one isn't? Hmm. You pull out one ear, and if it's not that loud. You know it's not working that good. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> Trips, it's trippy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah, for sure, dog. Cameron, do you have a beef of the week? My beef of the week is probably the dentist. Nice. Good oh. beef, dude. Good call. Yeah. I've had to go twice. It's actually been kind of fun because I've never had nitrogen before. So that was oh, a really fun. Nit it's not ni it's oh. nitrous. Nitrous. Nitrogen, nice. nitrous. Yeah, so Cameron had some pretty serious stuff, and I told the dentist that he was a little nervous to come in, but he needed to get this stuff worked on. And the dentist said, I got something that'll make it very enjoyable for him. Yeah, nice. I didn't know they are still doing that. Dude, I have a picture for you. Oh, good dad. No, go ahead, Cameron. Talk about your... Oh, I turned it off. But yeah, yeah. Um, it was a great time. 
I loved it. I did, he told me after. I really didn't remember. He told me yeah. after that I told him to pull my wisdom teeth while we were doing. It. Yeah, <laughs> just to keep partying. Yeah, because yeah. I, I wanted I wanted to keep it going. Do you That's still have awesome. him in there? Yeah, yeah. I got him pulled like two years ago. When I you, went to after hours. This guy just showed up with a briefcase. <laughs> didn't even turn the lights on in the place. Seriously? Yeah, and then he just went in there and he was like, "You gonna put me under?" He's like, "No, I just crank him out." And he pulled him out. I was better in like a day. Wow. Yes. Yeah. The guy was aces. Yeah, it was really not that bad of an experience. That's crazy. He didn't give yeah. you any. He gave me some stuff. He did some inje local injections. Yeah. You didn't go under. I didn't go under. So it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like the cleaner shows up. He's got a black briefcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. In your mouth. He walks. <laughs> yeah. In. That's what it sounds like. Exactly. Is that was, what it was like? He was like Harvey Keitel. Yeah. Right. He pulled up in his crazy. Nissan RSX. And I was like, this guy's. How did you find pro. that guy? I'd been there before, but like during working hours. And I just called them late night. And they were like, yeah. Or I called them and I was like, yeah, I, don't, I can't get there till like 10. They were like, it's no problem. And. Oh, you went in? Yeah. Yeah. Has a beast. Yeah, sounds like it. I'll give you his contact info. Okay. Yeah, Dad, is that cool? Yeah. Well, you have a good dentist, but you do whatever you want. <laughs> I, I remember the last time I, I got nitrous at the dentist. It literally felt like I was doing like flips. Oh yeah. In the on the board, and I was like ten. I had no idea what was going on. Uh, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. It was really really. Fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking at a photo of Cameron and Bliss. Yeah. 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 That pops. Yeah. yeah there you go. I really That's was. Like, I was having the time time of my life i remember that i had to go pee in the middle of it mm -hmm. so i told him i was like i have to pee i have to pee yeah someone helped me to the bathroom and i actually thought i peed for an hour straight <laughs> I, I had no idea yeah. it was crazy i didn't know i didn't know Oops. nice yeah my beef of the week is with uh, another virus it was a uh, an email virus a uh, oh, yeah. a co-worker of ours uh fired off a, an email to a lot of different people and it, it just said this. It said, hello, take a look at this and see if everything is up to code. Let me know if there's anything wrong. And it was on an email chain from June 3rd, 2019. At the bottom, it said, thank you. I said, hell yeah, I got to check this out. So I download the zip file and then I open it up and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And then like an hour later, one of my coworkers is like, oh no, Luke's been hacked. He sent out a virus. And I was like, no, a virus. And I was like, I, I downloaded the virus. Yeah. And I'm just dumb. Like the guy, my coworker was like, what kind of idiot would ever fall for this? I'm like, me. Where did like, it come from? It came from his email. And it looked like this. But it, I should have known because it, it, like, he's never written an email like this. And it didn't have like his information at the bottom of the email that it normally has. Mm -hmm. So anyone who's like computer savvy would not have downloaded it. My I did, assistant told me not to any, open any emails from them because yes. that, was, that came out. Yeah, they had oh, a big really? hack over at that from company. From your management company. Yeah, my, yeah. They emailed me and they said, well, you must have gotten a weird email this yeah. morning. And I downloaded it, and then this is the second time it's happened to me in a couple years. I, it happened to me another time where I, I was like, oh, someone sent me an attachment. I got to download it. And so, then I don't know what's going to happen to me. Well, no, but so should we not open attachments from people we don't know? Is that what we're learning? I, are we? Is that raw dogging our emails? Yeah. yeah. Is that what it is? You, you got to look for specific things. Like on this one, for example, it has the question mark in the icon. And... Um, and just the wording, too. I mean, with a link like that, like attachment, it's just like you can tell it's robotic. Our, yeah. our coworker, Dan, was like, you're an idiot. Like, he looked at me and was like, he was, and they were like, they talked about the guy who got hacked and his email who went out there like, this yeah. is really bad for him. Yeah. Like, in companies, when you get hacked, everyone looks at you like you're a doofus. Right. Yeah, like you, like, right. I, yeah. Yeah, like everyone was looking at me like, how can this guy be so dumb? Because right. if you also 
click the attachment, it says it's from Japan. He's like, don't you see that the URL says it's from Japan? I was like, I never checked that before in my life. Neither have I. But I took great solace in the fact that Strider also downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you dumbass. <laughs> Good for you. But then it's the second time this has happened yeah. to me. I just don't learn. Yeah. The first time one of my bosses emailed me, he's like, you've been hacked. And I was watching so much porn at the time. I texted him back. I was like, is it porn? <laughs> and then he was like, why would it be porn? <laughs> I was like, no reason. No reason. <laughs> yeah. I, was right. like, I don't know. I, I've, I've been getting a bunch of emails on, on our email, actually, uh, from like, it'll be like Rolling Stones, Rolling Stones, like plural, at gmail.com. They're like, hey, you want to come in and do an it's interview? We'll pay for advertising. What's up? It's the band. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll just delete them and they'll be like, all right. <laughs> like, literally, this one got like kind of salty with me. They're like, all right, you're not going to take our first offer, I see. We're still here. <laughs> I'm like, Wait, Are you sure it's not the... I mean, I don't want to fall for this stuff again, but dude, could it be the band? I mean, half the words are misspelled. It's not coming... Yeah, yeah dude, Keith Richards is fucked up, but, I mean, <laughs> I mean, Mick Jagger is part of the small dong movement, so... Yeah. Is he? Keith outed him and said he has a small pecker. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's good to know. Keeping it real, Keith. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I'm looking forward to getting uh, duped by another virus pretty soon and downloading it. I'll never stop. You know why? Because I'm an optimist. I right. see an email I like from that. someone. I'm like, could good. be a great attachment. Yeah, cool. yeah. That's good. Who's your uh, babe of the week? Listen, it's, again, boring. My babe of the week is uh, my GFF. You know, she's solid. Nice. 27 years. Been there for me. You know, going through, you know, a little this this whole thing. You know, my wife is showing up at the house with... You know, Clorox, and we have huge vats of Purell. I don't even know how she got Purell. How do you get Purell right now? You can't find it. Right. You know, and so... uh, Fell off the back of a truck. Yeah, but she figured it out. So I feel like we're safe in our house, and so she's the babe of the week for me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Chad, who's your babe of the week? My babe of the week is Whitney Houston. Um, You know, I was looking for a babe of the week, and then I'm Every Woman came on, and dude... It fired me up. It's a great song. Uh, I was singing along. There's nothing. 80s music. We got to get back there. I it's mean, the best. That, it's the best. the best. It's yeah. so. I mean, it just fires me up every time. She has so many hits. You know, they may be overplayed at weddings, but you know what? They still fire me up whenever I hear. That's them. awesome. Yeah. That's and awesome. she's incredible, an incredible f- performer. So just gotta give her a shout out. You know, uh, I wish I had seen her live, but you know. We still have your hits, and I'm Every Woman will keep me stoked nonstop. Cool. So. That's great. Love yeah. that. Great, babe. Who's your babe of the week? Well, since it's my first time on the show, I'm going to say my girlfriend. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. nice. Um, she had to miss my premiere last night for a uh, panel that she spoke on to a ton of college students, and she did a great job, I heard. So good turnout, and proud of her for doing that. So. You're a sweet boy. And it's great because she actually had to drop out of college, and it's kind of ironic that now she's speaking to, you know, students at college. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it just shows that she's worked really hard to get to where she is. So That's so great. That's, yeah. When I see you guys on social I've never met her, but when I see you guys on social media, I'm like, they're in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, she's awesome. She'll let me ball with you guys anytime. That's oh, what's up. That's nice. who. All yeah, right. so. I'm going to be terrible out there, but let's do it. Yeah. Uh, my Baby of the Week is a Formula One car racing and specifically the legend Nikki Lauda. Um, Chad and I went to a NASCAR race, and then uh, I've been obsessed with racing since then. I've been watching the show Formula One on Netflix. We're going to cover it on a later pod. Phenomenal show. Dude, Formula One drivers, it's probably the sexiest sport in the world. Right. They get in these fancy cars. They look like Bond villains or like uh, like soccer coaches. You ever notice like soccer coaches like mm-hmm. in the Premier League and in 
La Liga. They're like, right. they're all so cool looking. Right. Yeah, these guys are sophisticated dudes. They get in these cars, they haul ass, they're very dangerous. You know, they're always at risk. And I just, uh, I'm into it. And they, you know, they race in Monaco and, and cool cities like that. And Nicky Lotta was the guy from the movie Rush who won a bunch of championships, car exploded, caught fire, burned half of his skin. He comes back, wins again. And then in this doc series, they follow him when he took over as a crew chief or like as a manager of Mercedes and turned them into a champion. And he's just awesome. And you can see some interview clips of him with Graham Bessinger on YouTube where he talks about how he doesn't like having friends, but everyone loves him, so he has friends. But his mentality on life is just hilarious. He's very like, uh, like non-sentimental where he's just like, I don't need friends. They get in the way of what I want. I don't need friends, it's for weak people. My life is about doing what I need to do and accomplishing what I need to accomplish. But you know underneath it, he's got a heart of gold. Right. But, uh, and he passed away, so... Uh, did he pass away? Yeah, he did, oh, man. unfortunately. I know, I found out from the show, but uh, he's, a, he's just an all-time legend in a great sport. And yeah, guys, check out that show on, on Netflix. It's really cool. cool. That's yeah. great, I will check that out. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, who's your uh, legend of the week? My legend of the week is um, Elon Musk. Oh, nice! I was uh, I, I I was lucky enough to get a Tesla three this week. Wow! And um, I have never I've never had more fun in a car. Um, it just it drives great, and the fact that that guy started a car company on his he was a, he, he was in his thirties. He started a car company, and he is now that's the cutting edge car and the technology yeah. is I mean he looks at it a different way I walked into the dealership I was out in 10 minutes mm. Do you, you know like when you go to buy a car you're there for 3 hours I was out in 10 minutes I love this car um, I just think he's he's unbelievable what he's accomplished and then you don't not to mention what he's doing with solar and then what he's doing with space exploration I think that guy's a legend yeah yep. that qualifies legend. don't you think yes absolutely okay. do the do you have like the self-driving capabilities not not fully but it's like i do yeah that is uh, have you used them incredible i did today <laughs> you used them today so, yeah. so come in here is it scary were you scared it was the coolest thing ever really yeah it really is so so what what do you do when it's in self-drive mode do you still hold on to the wheel or yeah you, you i do hold the, you have to hold the wheel because okay. it'll stop you don't but, have to hold it you have to like go and you can ha go hands off for a minute but then right. you just have to show that you're still there so it makes you touch it the makes wheel. you gotcha. repeatedly touch the wheel but, i have a friend's parent who puts gloves on the wheel so that they don't have to touch it. And then they just take fat naps on the freeway. Oh, my God. That's Is crazy. That true? Yeah. Really? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, he's still alive. Oh, yeah. my God. But the, but the best part about it is in L.A. traffic, because there's, you know, yeah. there's a lot of traffic. I did not put my foot on the gas or the brake. The car did it the whole way here. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. It's, it's got adaptive That's cruise insane. control that just will go down to zero. And yeah. then back up to whatever I did the whole so way here crazy. it was so I mean it, it, it's like a different experience it's like how did I not do this before yeah that's what it you don't think like. you could go back to a, a regular car I don't yeah that's amazing and it's it's a sensible car I mean it's I don't know I love and it. they look fucking badass yeah do you still have like a need for speed like yeah like I need to burn some rubber sometime i did today with cameron in the car and he couldn't believe how this car is crazy it does yeah. zero to 16 three seconds yeah that's really, really that, that's like your what? neck goes backwards it, right? it did, like you yeah. gotta start doing neck workout it's yeah. silent too yeah, yeah it's wow it's sick you feel that that roller coaster feeling in your stomach really yeah, it's yeah. like in your like balls brings you more. Right yeah. have you driven it yet no i can drive this one correct yeah okay sometimes he doesn't let me drive some cars do you have a heavy foot yeah, yeah I do. he does. I lost my license when I was 
Yeah. 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 But now I'm in a Prius, so it's harder. Yeah. It's yeah. Better, it's better for you. For me to, it's better for yeah. you. Yeah. I'll still hit the gas a little bit, but now I'm medicated. So like the voice in my head and my frontal lobes probably developed a little bit. The voice, used, it used to be 20 minutes of driving fast. Now I just hit the gas for like two seconds. And I'm like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. You had your fun. <laughs> Whatever you're yeah. taking, that's a great outcome. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Piece. Just two seconds yeah. of it gives me my fill. That's nice. Yeah. Chad, who's your uh, legend of the week? Uh, my legend of the week is Daylight Savings. It's coming up this Sunday. Oh, Best yes. day of the year. Um, I, I love more sunlight. I mean, nothing gets me more amped. Um, way, I do want to see both of you have a great tan. I want to. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We worked Thanks. outside today. Yeah, you yeah. guys both have a really. We were like writing thank stuff, you. but we were like, hey, how about we go outside? Yeah. And we were just yeah. absorbing. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool. Sorry. It's not, I didn't thank mean, you so much. Cut you off, though. No, I appreciate no, it. No, he can cut us off to tell okay. us we have a good tan. <laughs> yeah, this is the best part of the pod. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I'll have always have beef with daylight savings. I don't get it. I think it's outdated. You know, they take an hour of light. Who wants that? No yeah. one. So. Um, but you know, we're correcting ourselves this Sunday, so I'm pretty pumped for that. And I just want to give a shout out and, uh, keep fighting the fight. You know, it's probably my, the biggest fight in my life is trying to get rid of daylight savings. So you're a warrior dog. Thank you. Thank you for fighting yeah. for all of Shield us. Thank and you. Sword and hand. That's a real Thank thing. It caught, like, it's real. It, it makes you really depressed when it, it gets does. dark that early. It does. Yeah. Three thirty, four o'clock. The start, yeah. sun starts going down. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> what? what do they do with all the daylight? They save. Well, what we were, we were, we were talking about this all, all day. Where does it go? I don't know where it goes. You know, because government's hoarding it. It's wasted. It, yeah. yeah. It, it, and I figure, you know, you take away one hour of light, you should, like, if we're going to do that, why don't we just give ourselves back two hours? You know, what are we doing with these hours? Right. Yeah. How's it? Yeah. I don't know where it's going. It's like Die Hard with a Vengeance when they got to fill the water thing with a certain amount of water yeah only the farmers know yeah they did daylight savings for the farmers right yeah right. and it's like we don't have farms anymore it's all well there are a couple of farms there. <laughs> oh there are yeah. some farms oh crap like mendocino farms <laughs> yeah mendocino farms exactly. yeah farm. oh right is, yeah, it's a great sandwiches. sandwich place yeah. but i don't know they must keep the grass patch in the kitchen <laughs> yeah yeah oh sprouts sprouts yeah. yeah it'd be nice to get two hours of flight imagine oh man 10 p.m yeah sun out dude tanning. oh dude oh, dude come on dude that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah, there's those places where it's like sunny 23 hours out of the day, Alaska. and they're like everyone goes crazy. I'm like, I don't understand why. Yeah, yeah. Right. I guess it throws off their circadian clock or rhythm or whatever. <laughs> yeah, my circadian clock would be like, this is nice. You, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know what the problem is? They're probably farmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, farmers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to have my dogs uh, back. Thank you, dude. I'll yeah. set your brussels sprout farm on fire <laughs> aaron do you know where the light goes i i don't know i think it goes it must go into cows somehow mm. there you go cows dude they're funny cameron who's your legend of the week i got two is that is that allowed no yeah, dude. absolutely okay one is my dad hey. that's oh, very man. nice of you thank All you right. he's uh gone through the ringer a little bit this week and terms of the virus and the movie it's a high stress situation so i commend him thank you for staying calm to the to the whole thing at least to me um the other one's kobe bryant Mm. always well done yeah yeah 
That was a tough one, right? Yeah. I mean, still a tough one. Yeah. It yeah. still hurts. Yeah. My phone background. Oh, shit. Hold on. It's it's weird watching clips of him now. It's mama mentality all day. Yep. Yeah, I, I watch clips That's of him. Cool. I watch like the top 100 plays of the decade from the NBA on YouTube and just seeing clips of him making plays and his face afterward. Like he was such a performer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had such a flair for the moment. Yeah. And it's a, uh, yeah, it's just terrible that, you know, to lose him. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. We have so much stuff we can look back on. True. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Did you guys go to a lot of Laker games? Yeah, you took me to a lot growing up. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were always like, they were great father-son bonding experience you know you know mm-hmm. we would go with my brother and we actually used to sit by vanessa in the beginning of his career wow um so we'd see his daughters and they were like they would wave to us and that's right they it was just it's crazy time flies and crazy things happen mm-hmm. oh, so, man. tough yeah yeah did you guys meet kobe i never um uh, yeah not not really not really right yeah i met him i had a great experience with him yeah i uh a friend of mine his daughter was a friend of his daughter was a fan of a friend of mine show mm. when i was in college and, and and he invited her over to his daughter's birthday which was like 15 people so she called me and i was in wisconsin at college and she goes i'm going to kobe's house do you want to come with me for his daughter's birthday i was like are you kidding me mm. and she was like no no come and i was like Oh my God. So I book a ticket home from Wisconsin like that day. We go to his house in Newport and it was probably to this day, one of the most surreal moments of my entire life. Yeah. To talk to him for like 30 minutes. I thought I was going to be like someone that he wouldn't want to engage in a conversation with at all for a long period of time. And we talked for 30 minutes, just he and I about everything, not even basketball. Yeah. Movies, cartoons. And he was just, he was like a big kid. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. He's so nice. It was, it was, it's a crazy experience. Yeah. yeah. He seemed like a really great guy and kind of a renaissance man in a yeah. sense. Yeah. Like, uh, Raptor Bass, I mean, he went to movies and it just seemed Got like. Got an Academy was, Award. Yeah. It seemed like he was just yeah, kind of crazy. getting started. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Live on forever. Dude, my Legend of the Week is so much weaker, but it's special <laughs> to me. My, my Legend of the Week is, um, Islands cheese fries. If you guys, There's no judgment here, of course. If you guys been to Islands, of course. Their cheese fries are out of this world. We're, the Islands here? Yeah, they got them. Yeah, they got yeah. a couple of them around. And uh, I grew up going to the one in uh, OC at the Kaleidoscope Theater. And uh, I get the cheese fries. And sometimes I get two. If there's four of us or five of us, sometimes I get two cheese fries right. and get a lot of ranch. Dude, some of the best. Che- I, I'm going to put it down now. And I'm a, I'm a cheese fry guy. I'm a cheese fry aficionado. I'm not some nozzle who is talking out of his butt with a small sample size i've had cheese fries in a lot of different states and and maybe even on multiple continents but i don't want to say that without verifying but i'm I'm fairly confident and the cheese fries at islands are the best cheese fries you can have so if you're in california they they, they might have islands in other states too but the islands in california i think they taste a little better so you go to the islands in a in a crown valley in orange county you, you get the you get the cheese fries and you tell them JT sent you and they won't know what the fuck that means but <laughs> but I'll appreciate it. I want to go now. Yeah, go. Yeah, go. I want to try that. Well, let's all go. I yeah. do that any time. I always I always laugh about that when it's like when it's an, a radio ad and they're like, so go to uh, uh, you know uh, Newport Beach uh, Nissan and tell them Mario Lopez right. sent you. And I was like, could you imagine if you were like Mario Lopez sent me? By the way, my car will drive us there. We You're can go. all get in there. Let's go. <laughs> I love that. Awesome. Let's go. Oh, yeah. 
That sounds great. Cool. Do you have a quote of the week? We got I do. one more segment. Yeah. yeah, I do. I have a quote of the week. Um, I mentioned more. earlier that I saw um, back, back to School. So my quote of the week for getting after it, that's what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Let's attempt the triple Lindy. Oh. What do you think of that? Do you think I anyone will know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. And that, you hear about that dive the whole movie and it has to live up to it in the payoff. And it does. And it absolutely does. It does. Yes. So that's my quote of the week. And if you haven't seen Back to School, please go see it so you know what we're talking about. Chad. Right. So, uh, so we went to see NASCAR. So I've been obsessed with racing, too. And I got to pull something from Talladega Nights. From now on, you're the magic man, and I'm El Diablo. I love that. Shake and bake. Shake that and bake. That is so good. Yeah. Shake and bake. People should baby. say that more often. Right? Yeah, for sure. Shake and bake, Thank guys. you for bringing that back. Thank you, yeah. Thank you, I love that. By the way, I, one I, of the best movies that there is. It's so great. Yeah. I, have you guys been to NASCAR yeah. live? I have. It's awesome. It's awesome. The Pit, have you seen it live? I don't I don't think I've ever seen it live. Dude, yeah. the pit crew, the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's yeah. so fast. Yeah, it's crazy. It was so cool. Yeah. It looks like you guys were in the infield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's nice. It was yeah, cool. We got the, I got free hot dogs. They had a manscaped car there, too. I they saw did. that. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we saw um, Jimmy Johnson. Oh, cool. He's cool. California yeah. native, yeah. Yeah. Um, the trust they have to have with each other, they're doing 180 miles an hour, and you're like six inches behind the guy. Right. Like, you have to trust that the other guy won't do anything that's going to put you in danger. Like, you're going to try to win the race, but you also have to try and keep everybody alive. Right. And it's like an incredible amount of just, like, professionalism. Yeah, and it's so per- precise. Like, we were talking to some NASCAR guys, and they're, the guy was like, I didn't realize how critical each moment was until, I think it was, like, the championship. And... This guy went for a pit stop, and the crew, they are supposed to be 12 seconds. They did 14, and he lost the championship because of those two seconds. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. Life, like football, is a game of inches. Yes. Yeah, and NASCAR. Wow. What's your uh, quote, quote of the week? <sighs> this is brings me back to my childhood a little bit, but... My dad always told me to try before I cry, which is a quote that he always said to me. He's like, make sure before you don't do anything, you at least try to do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've been trying to win at this acting thing for a long time and having him there last night to be able to see that win sort of brought me back to that moment. Oh, oh that's so cool. sweet, Cameron. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. awesome. And that's congrats great. on the yeah. movie. Dude, yeah, congrats. Yeah, no, I can't wait you. to watch. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's fun. That's yeah. awesome. My quote of the week is from the movie Green Street Hooligans. It's a cult classic from the uh, mid-aughts. It stars Charlie Hunnam and Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood gets kicked out of Harvard unfairly, and he falls in with some uh, British football hooligans who fight. And, and actually, they're, they're, they, they, they really make the fighting seem uh, important like as, a, as like a way to bond and really test yourself. And, uh, and I love this movie when I first saw it. It made me want to like fight people more and I was like yo I need to be badass like these dudes And but it can feel like that when you got your young testosterone brain wow. you're really like this is what life's all about and I think it can all be distilled in this one line where Elijah Wood actually starts fighting and he gets pretty good at it and he says you know the best part isn't knowing that your friends have your back it's knowing that you have your friends back that's oh, awesome wow yeah it was cool nice yeah it's a cool movie nice the plot's kind of ridiculous but 
I don't know. It's badass. I if you just want to watch out. something badass, like a little spiritual brother to Boondock Saints, check out Green Street Hooligans. I will yeah. check that out. Yeah. yeah. You've got to be good pretty music. good to say that, to, to have that quote. You've got to be really good at fighting. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not even about, be, but maybe you don't. Maybe you just got to be ready to die for your bros. <laughs> right. Right. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I remember we were at a party and I was talking shit to this huge guy because I'd just seen the movie and my biggest, buffest friend went into the bathroom like right when I was talking shit just totally bailed on me and when we drove home he was like, dude, I was just in the bathroom getting myself fired up ready to fight. Shut <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, awesome. up. That's awesome. No, you weren't. <laughs> um, what's your uh, phrase of the week for getting after it? Oh, that was my phrase. Oh, for yeah. getting at, um, ugh, I don't know. Chad? <clears throat> Um, let's junk the car. Junk the car. I gotta junk my car. This my car died. My, hi, my hybrid escaped. Sorry. And uh, I gotta junk it. <laughs> so, who makes that analysis that you have to junk the car? The mechanic. So uh, he. So he. When he called me, it was sort of like a doctor delivering bad news. I'm right. like, I, I get. I get a call. And I'm like, because I thought it was just the ignition switch. I'm like, oh, I just gotta get that fixed. And he's like, he calls. I'm like, how's it going? He's like, it's going. And I was like, what's up? And he's like, she's gone. <laughs> it's a great hollow note song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, it's like the, the hybrid battery died. It's going to probably be about $8,000 to fix, so you should junk it. I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Well, I was, I've been planning on getting a new car, but I mean, this this car, I've had, yeah, I've had it since 2009. Wow. It's meant a lot to me. It's yeah. taken me all over California. Yeah. Many trips to Santa Cruz, SoCal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's got, I, I was actually, I, it's it's kind of nice because I was wondering how I'd ever be able to sell it because I have so much surf wax melted into the trunk. Right. I'm like, I don't even know how I'm going to, but now it's just, you know, God decided it was time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry you're going through that Sorry, loss. dog. Oh, it's okay. I, I've been... 200,000 miles. She lived a good life. So. That's good. But thank you. I, I appreciate yeah. the yeah. condolences. Yeah, for sure. Cameron. This is tough, but you, you got me on the Ricky Bobby grind. Oh, nice, so nice. I think there was a quote in the movie where his dad was like, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah. I think that's a good way to approach the week. Nice. Dude, always try to Always try to win. Yeah. The first. That's Kobe. That's Kobe. My phrase of the week for getting after it is from Warren G. Harding, who was the 29th president of the United States and died in 1923 during his term, I guess, which is pretty wild. Um, he hired some Chicago admin, which was a new profession at the time, to help him with his campaign. And they ended up landing on the line, return to normalcy as his campaign slogan, which was actually pretty solid. But they had a better one at the beginning. They said, let's, let's be done with wiggle and wobble. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be done with wib wiggle and wobble. That was one of his slogans in 1920. How'd, yeah. awesome. How'd you find that? I was listening to John Dickerson's podcast mm. called Whistle Stop, where he just talks about different presidential campaigns and stuff. Oh, cool. It's like super interesting. Like Ronald Reagan had this fire line that he would say during debates where he goes, there you go again. But he actually had that line planned for when he was debating Jimmy Carter in 1980 because mm. they got their hands on Jimmy Carter's debate papers before the debate. Oh, nice. And all the people who found it ended up being high-ranking people in Reagan's uh, really? cabinet. Yeah. So it's cool stories like that. Guys, I like it. Should we bring it back? Yeah. I think we just did. It sounds like a rap song. <laughs> got your wiggle. 
Now get your wobble. It's good. Get your wiggle. All right. Well, guys, thank you for coming in. Come on. This is a treat. Thank you. I'm the lucky one. I didn't know this was going to happen, so thanks oh, for having me on. Oh, we're guys. honored to have you. Yeah, Seriously. It was great. Yeah. And your, think, mo- your movie comes out on Hulu tomorrow? Tomorrow. Crawlers. I don't know when this comes out. Crawlers. But it's called Crawlers. It's on Hulu. It's fun. It's not too long. It's like an hour and 25 minutes, so... There's good bloopers on it. We love bloopers. Oh, right? of course. Yeah. yeah. So. And a, a Quiet Place 2. Quiet Place 2 comes out March 20th. Let's go. All right. Yeah. Stokers, check them out. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. What a delight. Is Genesequa, can you give yourself more Genesequa? No. You just have a certain amount? <laughs> I'm not even aware that I have any. <laughs> <laughs> but see, so you so, can't build more Genesequa on yourself? I, no. Because I, I don't know how. I wouldn't know how to do it. But can, can, can any citizen yes, do it? Yes, of course. Oh, you can build more Genesis. Yes, of course. Yes. Okay. Yes. It just takes focus like anything else. Oh, fuck yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you just have to be focused on it. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. What, I don't know. Don't what, worry. Okay. Yeah. You're good. I'm going to Google that. Yeah. Oh. It's good. We'll it's Google good it. news. Yeah, we should yeah. Google it's it. It's good news yeah. that that's... Very good news. You can build it up. You can build yeah. it up. Sure. Yeah. It's like anything else. Like, a, like your bicep. You look there's, huge, by the way. There's YouTube videos for it. Yeah. Really? I think. Hey, are you so? Are you doing the juice fast still, or are you done? No, so I did six days, um, and then our, our buddy Dan, I, who we work with, I did it with him. And he's like, he's like, you're gonna look gaunt. So, so I was like, because you're supposed to do ten. Right. He said like, you were looking gaunt. He's like, you will soon. I was like, he just did that to get you off because he didn't want to do the cleanse anymore. Oh, that's that's a yeah, smart guy. I don't trust that for a second. I don't think you were looking. You were looking luminescent. Oh, yeah. thank you. Well, you, you know, were shining in the dark. You know, I, I, it, it was nice because I've been able to stay away from like sugar and stuff, right. and my energy is much higher. Yeah, that's cool. like I usually by this time I'm just like, I like beyond sleepy, but. I've been like it's cool. like eleven. I'm like cruising. So. Cool. Yeah. I know Aaron has a heart out at eight thirty. We gotta go. Oh, right. Aaron, kill it at your softball game. Bye, Aaron. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Aaron, you're a legend. You are. You a guys legend. are legends.
Yeah. Ooh, tell things you can fly to the 